is me. It's just like, hey, um, I was just wondering if there's any uh, extra like discounts or anything you might be able to offer me. I've had the, no. I've been with you guys for seven. You're like, anything we're already giving. I always get like like the Sheila of Bright House. Like it's always, we're already giving you a good discount. You don't need no more. Okay, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, thank you very much. And it's just like, fuck, why can't I be an asshole like on the phone and get what you oh, get? Man. And then like, be the fucking star child at work. I always work, get but... some like elderly Asian lady. Oh really? Yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna kill myself if I don't get a good deal. <laughs> like, oh okay, okay, we're on it. <laughs> no, no, we get you a little side. And I like, just I get it. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Now, see, yeah, that's that's my dilemma. I get too nice because I think my thing is like, I know how it is. Like when we were working at Target and stuff, like you just get some asshole like, hey, you got you motherfuckers still sell Teddy Rockspin? And I'm like, well, it's different. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's, this is this is more like buying a car. When you go in there and you buy a car. Like yeah. you gotta haggle with them. That price that's on the window, fuck that. It's price. negotiable. Yeah, that's that price is not set. Same thing with these deals that you get on. Those are not set. Like you can haggle those prices. Target prices, is like you're that's not gonna, it. You're not gonna haggle your iPod price. That's yeah. it. It's a set price. I just never want to be like that guy. Like where it's just like like he goes home. And, like, I'm the reason for his, like, depression and shit. Like, because I always think back, like, with me and, like, that fucking bitch. Like, the lady that, like, remember you had her the second time around where she was like, are we going to have a problem? Well, her his sister is a lawyer, right? And she's the one that, like, threw, like, the business card through the window and, like, punched my window and said that, like, like I, like, uh, I almost smashed her hand or whatever. But she was the one that did it to me or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like, like, what the fuck? Like, I, I never want to be that, like, customer for somebody, like. Like, if I'm, like, in the drive-thru or okay. calling Bright House or whatever, like, I want everyone to be, like, oh, okay. And like, he makes fun of me, like, when we used to go out Fuck. to Taco Bell, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And I guess I never paid attention to it. Dude, you are crazy. But, you know, I was just, you know, it's it, we get 30 minutes, so we got to, like, get in there, get past all that traffic, go back and park, so we just, like, and eat still. So, when I'm ordering, I want to be short. I don't want to have a conversation. I just want, you know, like. I know exactly what I want. Like, give me two tacos and a burrito. And I'll tell him, hey, what do you want? But, and then he's like, oh, and then you know how they do the spill? Oh, would you like to donate a dollar for the, you know, cancer? Uh, no, bitch, just give me my fucking tacos. He says that I sound like that. Like, I say, I, I, just give me a fucking tacos. But, I mean, that's not what I was. Or, like, they'll be like, sir, would you like to try a new bacon stuff, chalupa? And like, ah, no, just give me two tacos supremes. You want to donate? Ah, two tacos supremes. <laughs> yeah, because they try to like hold you. They like, dude, I don't have time for you to be offering me discounts. It's like I know what I want. It's, it's not like it's ten bucks. It's like three dollars, dude. All I'm ordering. Would you like something to drink? No, I would have said so. If you know, yeah. God, just give me my fucking burrito. So I get the fuck out of here. But you know, I don't cuss. But yeah. I, I see what you're saying. It's yeah, like, yeah. you you don't think you're being rude. Yeah. Because, you know, at the same time, I see other people, and I'm just like, man, that's, that's messed up. That's, they work here. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? It's like when you're, like, at the grocery store, you know, and you see that dude in the front. He's being a dick, and you're like, come on, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a long day, too, you know? Shit, I want to go home. Come on, just, just pay for the fucking thing, you know? Why you got to, like, can you split this? And, like, no, dude, just fucking, it, it comes in a package. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I used to hate that shit. They're like... Hey, I was just wondering, can I just buy one of these? And it's like, no, there's no barcode for just one of them, motherfucker. Well, I need a manager over here. And it's like, kick your ass to guest service. I ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, you know, oh, like Target? Yeah. yeah um, you don't mean to be mean. It's just... Because I've done... Because, you know, like, um, 
Jack in the Box, they have the two do- two tacos for a dollar. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I was like, usually yeah, I, I just I want I just want one chicken sandwich and one taco because I don't want French fries. So I'm like, can I just get one of those tacos? And they're like, oh, we we gotta sell them as a two as a duel. And I'm like, no, I don't want two. We just want one. <laughs> and eventually, like they're like, well, I guess they can. They can do that. Seventy. How cents. much is it? Well, seventy cents. Yeah. Fuck. No wonder they're like, come on, it's ninety nine cents for two. Well, it comes out to like a dollar fifty for. But breakfast. you're right, because then you're like, you're not gonna eat it. Yeah, I don't want it. It's just like yeah. overeating. So it's like. Well, you got your corgis now. You can just throw it like split it through oh, your corgi. Yeah. Dang, are you making them like like Showtime? Well, no, it's, it's bad food. I know it's bad food. It's bad food. Well, <laughs> so if it's bad for you, I don't even, it's I bad, mean, it's bad is, enough for I think me. you say it's to- tofu, the actual meat inside like, of that, yeah, that yes. that's Jack in the Box. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a, it's a I don't care. It, it tastes delicious. I'll, <laughs> I'll keep eating that horse semen and tofu. <laughs> mm. That's like the fucking Dave Chappelle skit where he's like, Joe Rogan, have you ever had pig penis? It tastes just how it sounds. Delicious. Yeah. I think so. Well, everybody, welcome to episode 14. Uh, we're joined here with Mr. Carlos, don't call me Sanchez Anguiano. Did I say your last name right? Yeah, no, that's good, man. Damn. That's pretty good. I, I rolled the R. And then uh, Art. Okay. This motherfucker Art. <laughs> so, uh, this episode, uh, we were going to record another politically charged one with a different special guest, but uh, they had to cancel due to an illness. Uh, hope you get, hope you get best. Eh, hope you get better, Miss Waddell. So, uh, Although you said you were in the military, yeah, that's cool. I didn't, I just caught that right away. I was like, "Who's in the military?" Yeah. How do you feel about players kneeling during the anthem? You were in the military. They got the right to do what they they want. They want see the, the, they're doing it for a good reason. They want attention and and to, to bring attention to their issues. And if that's what it takes, it's not disrespectful to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not over here like what? How dare they? Like they're not doing. It's- anything wrong it's not like they're like sitting there you know playing a video game or on the phone or anything they're actually just sitting there you know just waiting respectfully on their knee or you know they're just sitting there or how they were before with their hands then you know Mm -hmm. up in the air but it doesn't bother me i think it's just a very very conservative people that bothers them you know they want everything to be just how they they want it to be blasphemy yeah so that's cool i just wanted to slip some little political thing in there yeah can't can't let it be all too fun and games today but i guess uh today we're gonna the reason why i invited you over is because uh you've read the books uh this is our official game of thrones podcast hopefully one of many to come uh we got one more season left and um i invited you over because you're one of the first people that told me about game of thrones um, and you were actually telling me about how you read the book. So I really wanted somebody that read the books, and you know, as opposed to us, we've only just watched the show. So um, uh, it was funny how, I, like I was telling you before, it was funny how I, I got into it. Uh, I remember, I think it was, I don't know when when, that, when the Game of Thrones started, like 2012. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 2011. 20, it was during my 11, dark period 11. of life. No, 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 11. Yeah, that's been right. seven seven seasons. And. Yeah. I didn't watch it in 2011. The first season, I didn't watch. Uh, it came, I think, in the off-season, mm-hmm. before the second season started. I had just finished watching Spartacus, the prequel. How they Because remember, the, the main actor got sick. Oh, he got died, yeah. Yeah, well, well, I guess when he got sick, they still needed to record something. And they did that sequel with uh, Spartacus... Uh, what's his name? I, I forget the name of the actor. Anyways... When the season was over, you know, you Handsome kind of, white guy. when you watch like a, a, a series of whatever, yeah. you, and it ends, you're like, you feel empty. 
yeah. yeah. So you know, I went online and I was just typing, you know, you know, looking for reviews on on Spartacus. I was like, I wonder if there's other shows like it. Yeah. And I went to this one article and it said, if you like this, you might like this. And it, and it said Game of Thrones. I was like, what the heck is this? And it said Sean Bean. I was like, oh, Boromir. Fucking Lord of the Rings, baby. Yeah, so I was like, I like that actor, you know? So yeah. I was like, I started looking into it. I was like, huh, let me pirate it. Because that was, <laughs> it was an HBO. And, and I guess it was an off-season. So I downloaded it off of uh, Pirate Bay or something. And I watched the first episode I told my son no actually he wasn't there yet and I was watching the first episode not even five minutes into it you remember how the first episode started yeah, right? yeah. and I was like damn this looks good so I paused I was like hey I told my son come here you gotta watch this the music you know and then and they got into it next thing you know I was hooked man and then I think in 2012 is when I went to uh, get training because I got promoted oh yeah I went to Fresno so I was just in there for like what two months, staying at a hotel. And I was like, you know what? Away from her family and everybody. And I was like, I-, I should start reading the the books because I know that there's books for this show. Mm. Uh, so I'm I'm new to it too. You know, there's people that read the books when it barely came out back in nine in the nineties or something. I think like ninety two, ninety three or something. Yeah. Like that. So I mean, and I started reading them and and I could not put the books down. And I think the last one that came out was Dance with Dragons. And ever since then, once I started watching the show, I told him about it. I think it was at the end of the second season. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, you got to watch this. And then he started watching it. And then as we were, as we were going through the seasons, I kind of knew what was going to happen because the books kind of explained. <laughs> yeah. You know, you already seen it. But I, I was telling him every now and then, I was like, hey, you know what? This is not in the book. And they changed it. You know, so there's things that, that happen in the series that went differently in the book and I expected them to follow the book but they didn't so it actually made it better for me because it was like surprising me yeah you know because I was expecting I was like he's gonna die he's gonna die but when they started changing things I was like whoa dude this this is uncharted territory and now the the show's to the point where it caught up and it's like it's passed it yeah it's lapped it so now it's backwards and like they've all there was some article someone that this has never happened before where the yeah. show now is dictating the book uh-huh. yeah. but at the same time how I wonder if what is it J.K. or what's his oh uh, George R. Martin George I don't even know the guy's George name Clooney. George Clooney George Clooney J.K. Rowling <laughs> if, if he's actually gonna like still stick to his original story he's in a good spot because when you think about it it's just like if the show fucks up somewhere he's like okay that 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 plot line didn't work so i'm gonna build upon that and make it good yeah. is, he and working, if it, is he working on it right now is he writing with them dude mm-hmm. he's been like working on it the last like five years man but but is he is he writing with this writing crew no i think uh, it's just by himself uh he is all the all the main points have been already given yeah the bullet to points the directors so. yeah so they're kind of just working around the main plot point Okay. He's filling in all the detail, all the you know what they're thinking, you know, because yeah. that's what you read in the book. Yeah. Know? So which is what makes him interesting. more rich. Yeah. And no, I mean this this show that uh, this podcast is is long overdue. Oh yeah. Because you know the, the episode when it ended, everything everybody's talking about it, and it was fresh in your mind. I have to go watch back and watch it like, a couple times <laughs> when we almost did it the first time, yeah. and then. Like when he called me today, I was like, "Shit, 
I gotta watch it again because I'm. <laughs> serious, I well, it's watching. good homework, man. I wish I had homework like that. Like, hey, watch the last episode I started, of Game I was of Thrones. Watching, I started reading my notes and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I, I don't even know what the hell I, what these notes mean. I like, hope somewhere in your notes you, you put something about Jon Snow's butt because I'm going to say this, like, oh, with no, every oh, straight vein of me, that is the best looking butt, naked ass that I have ever seen. That's going to be, uh, like, CGI. No, I'll tell you what. No, no, that, that's, that's that, some that, lunges that's, right there. That's one of his three. Oh okay. You know. <laughs> you know what that means. Yes, it is. Every guy has. He has a heart. When he when I say mention Jon Snow, his eyes light up. If I had a tail, it'd be wagging. <laughs> Dude, you should have seen me like like when like jo- after Jon Snow died in season six. Like I was just like like from that that Monday on, yeah. I was like telling him like in between season five and six, I was like, "Dude, holy crap." Um, they, they caught him like filming and it's potentially him I don't know if it was him it could have been Ramsey but I think it was John I hope it was John and even if I wanted to or if I could I wouldn't be able to, to tell him that whether he was uh, dead or not because the book ends with that yeah. where he's getting stabbed you know yeah. so yeah oh. see even my dog uh, he's going off right now he, he was pissed off when Jack Snow died too <laughs> get him Pep that's my ghost by the way yeah, but I watched Game of Thrones because of this guy, like primarily. And yeah. my cousin, I know my cousin was really into the books as well. But like me and my cousin kind of always had like this like rivalry, rivalry, like where he liked punk rock, I liked metal. He liked this kind of stuff, I liked the opposite of that stuff. So it was always like a friendly rivalry. So when he brought it up to my attention, like Game of Thrones, I was like, oh, what's this like nerd ass show, man? I ain't trying to watch that. I watch cool stuff like. The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad, like that, those are good stuff, man. Well, that's how I felt. Like, okay, the way I was introduced to it was I was dating a girl at the time, and like, like whenever we weren't like at her grandma's house having Making sexual intercourse, <laughs> uh, she would be like, "Hey, uh, uh, my grandma wants to like have dinner and like um, watch Game of Thrones," and I'd be like. Oh, Man, that sounds so terrible. It's like, all right, whatever. Because it sounds like my grandma wants to like make like pot roast and watch Downton Abbey or something yeah, like that. Like, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to watch I'm that like, shit. Oh, okay, whatever. We'll watch Game of Thrones. And then I remember one day specifically, it was like, it was uh, a Sunday because like the Bears had just played and I felt really good. They must have won that day. So I went over <laughs> there and we were going to like, she's like, hey, we're going to like have lunch and watch Game of Thrones. So, like have a Game of Thrones marathon. And that's like day one for me. Like, I watched maybe like half of season one, and then like I went like to Target like the next day because it was already <laughs> out on DVD. So I went and bought it, like bought season one, and I was like, I gotta watch this shit. And then like I saw it all. I was like in love, and then I found out that my family was watching it like this separate from me, and then they were watching it. And they were, were like, like, How dare you? Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were like hooked. So like. And then, like, season two was about to come out, like, in, like, two weeks or something like that. So, like, Dude. we started, like, watching it and watching it. And then um, I told this guy, like, you got to watch it. Like, you you got to see Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I was being a typical asshole, and I was all dismissive of it. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 whatever, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I remember, like, okay, um, like, we were going to go to work. So I was like, no, I'll just bring it. We'll watch one episode before we go to work one day. 
So, like, we started watching it, like, slowly but surely, but he was, like, two seasons behind. Yeah. And I could tell, like, he was, like, falling in love with some characters, and I was like, oh, you might want to fall in love with these characters. You <laughs> yeah. love the King in the North, too. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah, bro. I remember, what, I remember one time he was, like, telling me, like, I remember us sitting there, and it must have been, like, close to Halloween, because he was like, man, I think I want to be Rob Stark for Halloween. Oh, <laughs> he's like, you know he's going to, like, be, like, the King of the North, and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> And mind you, this is, like, right after, like, the Reigns of Castamere episode, like, a.k.a. the Red Wending, like, had already passed. And I remember him thinking, like, he, like I would say stuff to you like that, like, man, Rob's gonna get, you know, he's gonna avenge his dad, you know, he's gonna take over King's Landing and all this good shit, like, right? Wrong. And so, like, he's like, yeah, like, kind of just, like, very, like, non-responsive to, like, all, like, my excitedness about Rob. And then he's just like, hey, man, like, when you get to, to episode nine, um, season three... Because uh, cause you brought all of the DVDs over. Yeah. And um, you're like, when you get to season nine, um, let me let me know how you, what you think about it, man. It's pretty interesting. Like, you, you presented it like <laughs> like you no-sold it, but at the same time, you made it like a very like, special episode that I had so, to watch. So you have to like, it's like, I got to take notes because, you know, Art wants to talk to me about this. Yeah. And it broke your heart, huh? Dude, well, the thing I, about it is that it stood with me for like a fucking week, man. Like I was depressed. Like I, I was listening to REMs, like everybody hurts. And like, I was just like, but she was pregnant. Like, why would you do that? You're fucked up. Dude, I remember my sister told me about it. Like, like, so I went over there. I went over to their house. And I was watching it like a day late. They just had it like DVR'd on their like HBO or whatever. Anyway, so I was watching it. And then they were like, when that scene's about to happen, like, everyone like left the room. Like, nobody wanted to see that scene. So I was just like, oh, whatever. And then like that scene happens, you know, the red wedding scene. Uh-huh. And then, like, I just, I came back and I was, like, traumatized. I was, like, oh, my God. Like, I, like, is, you've never needed a hug so much more in your life than at that moment. It was intense, dude. Yeah. And then also, that's the same episode where, like, Arya, like, she's that close to being uh, reunited and uh-huh. then the hound takes her away. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Damn, dude. And that's, like, a theme, too. Like, I noticed that I started rewatching like, all the seasons and stuff. I think, okay, because that's at the end of season three. And then, like, at the end of season four, like, they, he, the hound's, like, taking her to go to the, the, the Eerie to go see her aunt. And, like, right when they get up to the gates of, um, to the Eerie or whatever, like, um, the, one of the knights are just like, oh, because uh, that's when Littlefinger throws her through that moon door. And he's like, oh, she's dead. And all of a sudden, Arya just starts laughing like, like a maniac. Like, of course she's dead. I, I fucking, I'm here. I'm here to be with my relatives finally. And they're, they're fucking dead. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I got sad for a minute. I, I needed a hug, but no one was there for me right now. But, um, but that's been like kind of the theme though. Like all those seasons, is like something bad happens um, at the end of every season. Like season six is when Cersei blows up like the Sept. Um, but this season kind of ended um, a little awkward, I guess you could say. Like, I, like it actually ended how you wanted it to end. But. Yeah, but at the same time, they throw that curveball in there, and it's like... There's a couple of curveballs throughout the this, this episode. This is the first time that it ended the way I think most people thought it was going to end. Yes. Yeah, and that's why it was awkward to me, because it was just like, wait a minute, like... Like a little predictable, Yeah, like but too- satisfying, because you knew that it was going to end like that. It's better than to give you this ending that, than, you know, Jamie going into the bottom of the freaking lake and, you know... Oh hell! Did he drown or not? We're gonna wait till next season, and you know, yeah, and it good. You know they're coming. 
they have to take the, the wall down eventually. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of feel like a lot of this, like, it's been building up to it. And I think that's where, like, previous, like, this season especially, like, and I think we were talking about it, where like, everything just kind of, kind of seems like it just happened so fast. Yeah, I was going to say that. Same thing. Like, that episode where the wall falls down, that was a really rushed episode. Like, yeah. that, that was, like, the few complaints that I had. Because, um, like, I feel like it would have been, like, like over the course of the season, stuff would have happened. And, like, you would have been, like, satisfied in pieces. And then, like, when something like that happens, like, that would have been, like, the highlight of the episode. But, like, to me, like, this has felt like, like, the final episode, like, a lot of stuff just happened where it was just, like... Well, you know, to not gripe and, 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 and bitch... Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to be too negative, but... Everybody's been like that, but you gotta understand that originally we were supposed to do 10 seasons. And originally George was supposed to keep up with the books all the way to the 10 seasons, but it didn't happen. And now that we've suppressed the books, all the the writers for the show have to work on is just... Wrapping it up. ...main plot points that George has given them. And so they have to wrap it up. You know, and so you can't blame them. They have to move the story along and they have to end it all of a sudden in 14 episodes Mm -hmm. where it would have been 30 episodes. So that got to compress all of that stuff in there. And everybody, I hate, I hate that they're doing that. But how else are you going to present it without, you know, making the show shitty? And yeah, they did a good job with what they've got. You know? Yeah, I mean visually, like you can't complain at all. Like it, oh, it all looks awesome. stellar. It's Dude, not like you're watching Mortal Kombat Annihilation. The first season. Yeah. You know, with the, the the crappy like you know we got three army guys and make it look like it's fifty. Yeah. yeah. Now you see like the, the Battle of the Bastards. That, that was an awesome episode. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. the budget is there. You know, like we didn't know it was gonna blow up that much you know and it, now it is the show it the was the greatest like, show of all it time. used to be what a breaking bad and then it went into walking dead and then game of thrones and i think before that, like beats. dexter or something like that dexter i think it's more it's a cult type it's one of those underground dexter had like the worst ending of any show. oh dude, oh fuck yeah that and sopranos i've never seen sopranos but i heard it was like i it watched ends. i even told him dexter oh i almost threw up in my mouth it was that Dexter just was terrible, so bad. Like it was comically bad. Like, yeah, yeah, terrible. And like I watched the whole thing, and yeah. it was every episode. Even dude, the, uh, the episode before the last episode was good. Yeah. And then it got to the last one, and you're like, "What the hell is this crap?" Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's what kind of scares me about Game of Thrones, where it it's just like to Logan, didn't it? Yeah. It <laughs> all I was like, "What? He's gonna take out his his, his what? What are those <laughs> adamantium? Adamantium plus. fucking." Dude, it was dumb. It was really dumb. He's like a lumberjack in the middle. I don't know. I thought it, was it, dumb. it doesn't yeah. make any sense because he's gonna start back with his fucking dark passenger. But anyways, I not never, to get. I don't. Well, first of all, I do want to address it. Um, the zombie show. What's that show called? The Walking oh, Dead. Yeah. Oh, I, I would just, not put that show. I hate that show. After season one. Well, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like downhill, and it was like really repetitive storyline, and like. Yeah. It's just it feels so predictable to me. It's just it is. It is. It, it, it's just it's just I was I was just telling I don't know if I told you or told my son or somebody. I was like, dude, it's just recycling every season. A new group, they find a way to beat them, and here comes another group. They find a way to beat them, and they keep surviving. Yeah. And they'll kill off one or two <clears throat> characters, but it's still the main characters and and, and Carl. 
and and it's it's getting tired and yeah. and right now like you said we're we're kind of oversaturated with a lot of shows too yeah like i'm not even excited for the flash right now i guess once it starts back up i'll get back into using the flash no oh it's such a good show the writers from the flash came over from arrow remember the first season of arrow i've never seen it remember <laughs> <laughs> well the first season of arrow was really good it had uh deathstroke in it uh-huh. the guy who played uh i don't know if you've ever seen spartacus no but no, i kind of want to see it now oh, spartacus you love it mm-hmm. i heard the first two seasons are excellent you like xena Word yeah, music. I actually did Dude, like the... You see everything around. Oh, it's beautiful. Anyways. <laughs> you, you'll love that show. Um, and it has a corny... Spartacus has a corny CGI. They don't have the budget that... Like, we're talking about Game of Thrones right now. Right? Yeah. So, the budget that Game of Thrones has right now is just like... It's awesome. Like you said, like, you know, the dragon, the, the, yeah. the effects. Are, they're awesome. Compared to, like, the first couple of seasons. So, that's... I, I enjoyed the whole show. As, as we go through the episode... I'm gonna talk about little things like that that I noticed. I was like, "Man, this is awesome!" Yeah. Well, I mean, like the hair on your arms and the back of your neck stand up. Like, damn. Yeah, I did. I did like that one part of the episode where like they're in like the dragon pit, and then like Cersei like like she throws a tissy fit and runs off or whatever, and it's just like John and Danny talking, and um, that I guess the episode before like Jorah like or John goes to give Jorah the 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 sword back, and he's like, "No." Jon Snow, give this. This is gonna serve your family and your children. And like you see, like Jon, like his little light bulb goes off. Like, oh yeah, we'll have some children soon. And then like Danny, like gives him like that thing about how like, oh, I can't have any children. And Jon's like, oh yeah, who said that? Like all smooth and shit. Like I'm gonna put a baby in that ass. Like, (laughs) like, like they did it more eloquently than that. But like to me, it was just like the equivalent of like, oh yeah, girl, (laughs) I'm gonna test that theory out. I don't know what which told you you can't have babies, but <laughs> my name is yeah, John Snow. Yeah, bitch. No, so I was talking to Jacob was telling me that you know he wanted to do this, yeah, for this, and then next season the final episode that I'm sure we won't oh. talk about till no, but that's gonna happen like that's right like after 20, 2018. That's next season, right? It might be twenty nineteen. Scaring us too, man. They're yeah. saying that they might hold off on it, dude. If they make every episode like an hour and a half, I'd be cool with oh, that. Of course. I'd be cool with that. They have to do that. Because that's... A, not to go back to bitching and complaining, but I feel like that's what kind of took away from some of the episodes where it's just like that episode where like they were surrounded by all the, the zombies where they were stuck on that little glacier or whatever. Like, if the, if this season was 10 episodes, like let's say they put a bunch of filler and like backstory with, you know, more richness, like they could have like left it that episode just shot for shot how it was, but just stretched it out from uh, episode 7 to 10 and I think it would have worked so much better because it was just too much like resolution, like immediate resolution. Like, oh, okay, we're surrounded. Uh, you're gonna go run over here and go that's tell the, Danny. That's the annoying part. That dude that runs. Yeah. To send the raven gets the raven over to the dragons. The raven and then and, the, and dragon the dragon takes the bullet train all the way. Three minutes later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it makes you think like, how far is like Dragonstone from like the wall? And it's like, remember I was telling you about like. Um, Littlefinger and his jetpacks, like, <laughs> like he gets from here, there, and everywhere. And it's just like, how big is West Arrows? Is it the big? Is it the size of L.A.? Like, are they traveling like on the the two ten and the the ten or whatever? Or is it as big as all of California? Like, what, what's the time frame here? I think, I think. Good question. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it'd be like, I don't know. Cause, cause the White Walkers Maybe have the been West wa- Coast. 
Yeah, the length well, of the West of it, Coast. I always think of it of like because from like TJ to like Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that. It's not from Canada to like South America because that's too much. Oh no, yeah, you know, and and you can kind of. I guess the equator's right where the the, the sand mm-hmm. guys are at. Yeah, know. it's TJ, uh, Dorn, and, yeah. and then you go up the middle. <laughs> yeah, middle is like Mexico-ish, and then you know, yeah. the north of course is Canada. Yeah, that's a good analogy. I like yeah. that. That's the way I always thought about it. Yeah, so it's like the further north. You yeah, get. whenever they're traveling anywhere in the show, you 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 imagine like, man, I wonder how long it took because you know they they got a horse and horses take a while. They're gonna get tired, and then you know Arya is just walking around. You know how uh-huh. far or how long did this take for her to go from that point to that point? Yeah, because there's like episodes, there's like seasons where like one character's traveling from one point like the entire season. And it take and it's like oh okay that like the, the nurse remember yeah. she was like stranded on the, the desert yeah you know, and it was just that was the whole season her after she her little dragons were born I think season two yeah, yeah. she season two she just spent the whole season traveling over to that one uh, other city out there Koth or whatever yes with the the slaves yeah yeah betrayed oh they they locked them in the safe. Oh, oh yeah. weird season now that I think about it like yeah it was and then like uh, fucking the guy that looks like a big worm from Friday or whatever trying yeah, to marry yeah, her yeah 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 that was a weird season but yeah that's what I mean like they spend a lot of time like just traveling and then in this one it's like that dude travels from like beyond the wall to like the wall so to the wall so, which is I imagine it's like from like Alaska to like Washington DC or like Washington State. Who Bran? Um, no, uh, um, uh, Sam. No, not Sam. It's like one of the lesser characters. It's a newer character. No, it's a the he's been around since season two. Um, really? No, season oh, one. Oh, you're talking about the, the bastard. Yeah, what's his name? Robert's Robert's bastard. Oh, Gendry. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gendry. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker must be fucking Usain Bolt or whatever, because he went from beyond the wall. And then the Raven gets to the dragons and then the dragons fly and this is all within the same episode and the it's like, dragons I can believe the dragons I can believe but then it's like even then that's like at least a, give me at least an episode for that raven so the goddamn that raven so fast like, that raven's on some PEDs that's like a text message raven <laughs> that, that raven is taking some John Jones type shit I would have preferred that like that brand would have like turned into like dude like, that would have been taken, sick taken over the body of someone else and then just flown them like that way they don't have to account for that raven flying down there and like the, I don't know I would have just yeah that was just the one episode and it sticks out then like from all the other episodes because that's the one episode that's like that's lazy writing yeah but all the other ones I mean I mean because I still I still don't understand why it wasn't 10 episodes like I mean I, like you said they, if we're only getting six episodes next season and they're all an hour and a half I mean as much as I love like binge watching like Game of Thrones and getting that instant gratification like, I also love like the suspense. Like that's most. Brother, that's some if of I my... can answer that question, we wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> We'd sure be sitting in a lot nicer do, house. It has to do with the writing from George to the writers of the show to the producers, money. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's everything. Because now, because remember, I blame Trump. He signed the contract. This shit didn't happen when Barack for Obama 10 was seasons. president. They're gonna do eight. So and technically George still owes them two, two more seasons. seasons. So that's why they're gonna do the prequel. 
You oh, heard about okay. it. Yeah. So they're going to use those last two seasons at, to fulfill his contract. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And when so, you read those those books, like the, that you got me for my birthday, by the way, thank yeah. you. Um, it's sitting right over there. I see that. And it tells you all this rich backstory about like... About um, all the other houses that mm-hmm. nobody gives a crap or... Or how like the Targaryens came over from Essos or whatever and took over and all this shit and... You hear about uh, Rhaegar and all this stuff. Like, you need to see all that because, like, go like it'd be like this. Well, I don't want to say like the prequels of Star Wars, like where you get to figure out how Darth Vader came to be, but like those like stories or whatever seem like are just as interesting, if not more interesting, than the actual story we're caught up into now, which is basically like Jon Snow being the rightful heir to fucking... Yeah, stop you know. calling him Jon Snow, man. Oh, yeah, Aegon Targaryen. I mean, Aegon. Yeah. Call him Aegon. You don't, don't have know. to Mr. Targaryen. Aegon's <laughs> fine. Dude, that, be- I never thought about that, the whole prequel thing. That makes a lot of sense. And does that have more to do with the actor's aging and like the actor's contracts? Nah, I, I, it all has to do with him. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess his writing style, I've heard, is very, like, lazy. Like, he'll, like, he'll, like, binge, right, right for a while. He'll just eat peanut butter all day. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if, in case you guys are in, interested, or the, the, the listeners, you can go to Game of Thrones website from George, George's Game of Thrones website, and he has uh, it, it, excerpts, they, they call them, right? Yeah. From the upcoming novel. Of, of what the story is or, or already some already completed and you can actually read them there and I heard that they were like uh, like a lot of the fans that go on there like give them uh, like ideas ideas or, or feedback on you know ah, yeah this is good or you know ah, we don't like the way it's going but you know yeah. he's gonna write whatever he wants to write anyways but yeah. he has too much thing too much going on and I think he's like he lives in what the Phoenix. desert somewhere, yeah. 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 So all, all I wanted at the, when 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 they were writing the when they were halfway through the se- the seasons and they were he was still writing supposedly the book. Yeah. I was telling him, dude, this show is so good. If this dude dies before the last season, yeah. I'm gonna be disappointed and wanna go choke somebody out. <laughs> but luckily, he's given I guess all the main plot points to the yeah. directors. The they know what to do. Yeah, um, I'm glad he's part of it. Like, I'm glad they're not just like writing without him. The way they're doing with Star Wars. Oh yeah, no, no, man. Yeah, a little bit though, because I feel like George Lucas kind of fucked that like series up a little bit. What Star Wars? What the prequels? Or? Yeah, I have no comment, man. I, <laughs> I'm I'm past the point of 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 that of being frustrated to just enjoying the films, man. Because mm-hmm. nobody ever thought that we we're gonna make. Episodes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, all we ever knew back in the day was just three episodes, and we would watch that sh- over and over, and we knew the lines. Mm-hmm. I love you. I know. I know. <laughs> See, you're like Jesus, man. It's yeah. like everybody knew, and and then you know when he came out with the first three, people bitch about ah oh, the first one was terrible. What? The, maybe some of the acting or the lines that they were giving to the actor for Are you Tom talking about Hall? episode one? Episode one. Yeah, Phantom Man. Uh, Dude, one of, when I seen Darth Maul pull out that lightsaber <laughs> and then the fight that ensued, the acrobatics, like, dude, you never seen this in Star Wars. Like, like it put Luke 
and and Darth Vader's fight to like shame. I was like, what? The? That that that's like beginners over there compared to yeah. what we see. Like man, just jumping around and using the force. You're like, whoa, this is this is what you wanted as a fan, like yeah. to see, you know. But to me, I feel like you had to like get through a lot of bullshit just to get to that scene, though. So I yeah, but I, I got through it. <laughs> I think they should have one had an older uh, Anakin Skywalker. Cause that make, it makes no sense how he goes from like a five year old to like a twenty year old or whatever. Like um, he's like way I'm older. Nerd. I'm a real Star Wars nerd, and I and I'll explain everything. But this is not about Star Wars, oh, right? Man. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. What do you? Yeah, mean? no, man. There's his his whole life. It, uh, there's after Episode One. Uh-huh. There's the Clone Wars, right? Well, yeah. Right be- before that. There in between, there's like a cartoon that you can watch. It's called Clone Wars. Yeah. And it's uh, animated by the animators who did uh, Samurai Jack. You see how good that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, not the CGI one. Yeah, not about the CGI. You're talking about that. Okay. The, the way the Samurai Jack animators did that series, it is so good. Uh-huh. It explains what happens in between the two. No, I, no, it, it comes after. Clone Wars and the uh, third one. Oh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, because it <laughs> yeah. just as the cartoon ends, uh, season uh, the episode three begins. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's kinda, awesome. Kind of like how the other like episode eight like goes right into the or Rogue One goes right into episode four or whatever. Yeah, well, they do a lot of the, man. I do love the way Star Wars is written in in that sense. Like that, like when you see Rogue One, the first yeah. the first shot one. Of, I think the first shot you see of Darth Vader is Darth Vader in the back to tank or whatever when he's healing or whatever. And they don't show they don't explain why he's healing. They don't show you any of that. But if you actually knew what was going yeah. on, he just fought Ahsoka Tana to the death and like and like and then this like in the Sith Temple. And like the Sith Temple collapsed on both of them. So that's why you see him healing. Which I think is genius. It's like a little like homage to like if you knew what, why he's healing. Yeah, those in between stories. Yeah. It's just like when episode three begins, and it's a battle. Yeah. In space, the cartoon shows you exactly what happens, and I'm not kidding. I am not kidding when I says it. Right when it ends, the movie begins. Like you see what happens right before that battle that is going on outside of the yeah. Coruscant. Basically, what happened was. Uh, uh, General Grievous, uh-huh. as you know, took the Emperor, remember? He kidnapped uh, Palpatine? Palpatine, Chancellor Palpatine. <laughs> but you don't see what happens right before then. Because if you notice, when Grievous comes in, he's like kind of breathing hard, like, <gasps> like he has asthma. Yeah. You know why he does that, has that? Uh, Mace Windu force crushed him right before then. Uh-huh. Because he's getting, he's he went to... Uh, uh, how do you say uh, kidnap him but you know it's all a plot and so the Jedi masters are trying to prevent this from escaping and so uh, right before uh, General Grievous get, goes into the shuttle to, with Palpatine like Mace Windu arrives and tries to like grab him and he just like does the force thing with his fist and it kind of crushes his chest cavity so then he's all like oh, yeah. I'm telling you you gotta watch the cartoons and once you once you watch you're gonna go dude why, why didn't I see that, that's, that's a part of Star Wars that's like really really like well explained The from episode 2 to episode 3 they explain that a lot like that's like a thing that's like 
Oh yeah, because they also had the Clone they, they had the Clone Wars, like the, the CGI, CGI one, which I really like that one. Mm-hmm. I really like that one, and you get to see Anakin with an apprentice, and that I really really dig. Episode one to episode two is like mysterious as fuck, and then they give you a lot. Like episode one, where they have like the Psycho Diaz character that you like, they're just like mysterious characters that never really got like that much love until like you know you know they're there you know they're like canon mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know you never there's comic books that fill that story and i, I just remember it. i know so that. my question is with with like star wars filling in these gaps are we ever going to get like a cartoon that explains like the ravens travel from fucking beyond the wall to fucking <laughs> king's landing they or need to do a, yeah like, a, a, like that that would be like a like <laughs> a good well, way to make up that like, time it's just like what it Back in the day, man, they they had those pigeons, carrier pigeons, and somehow they trained them to go wherever the hell they needed to go, and they got there. That fast? They should have released. Not fast, um, but I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. Well, because HBO does do those, like, animated things, like, where they're explaining, like, have you seen it? Like, I'm sure I've, like, shared it on Facebook or whatever, but, like, how, like, the Targaryens, like, originally came out, like... How their their um, Valeria, how Valeria used to be or whatever, it was like this whole animated thing, like or it was just like this utopia, and then all of a sudden something went wrong, and then the original Aegon or whatever you know came what? over. I they, have not seen that, but <laughs> like, but like you know what, Game of Thrones should do something like that to explain like those little plot holes or whatever, yeah. like that. Like I'd, I'd fucking they should eat it up. release a comic book. I would like it to be released in a comic book form. Uh-huh. That would be cool. That way, you know, you have to dig more. Like, if you're a true fan, you have to go into, Yeah, like, you better yeah. start getting with George, eh, man. Get, get, get your money. That motherfucker's on his bed. Get your money's place. worth. I feel like that. No, he's got, like, at least idea, four more years of life. Dude, Why is... you tell me you wouldn't go to the store and buy Game of Thrones. Even though you know you got the show that you watch, you still buy the just comic yeah. like, Just to fill in those blanks. Honestly, like. Graphic novel. Honestly, yeah. that's what's kept, like, going, like, yeah. not to compare Star Wars to that, but it's, like, one of the things that makes Star Wars so cool is that. You get so many fill in the blanks with that, like like I don't know if you ever read the Bader Down comic. The Bader Down yeah. comic is like it has one of the coolest moments ever, where he like force chokes like an entire ship, like just because he got close close enough to it or whatever. You don't get to see anything like that. You never get to see Darth Vader at full strength, like until Rogue One, I where he like kills everyone. In the Bader ship. Down comics. Bader Down is like the shit. But you never get to see it unless you actually have to go dig for it. Uh-huh. It's 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 funny how Star Wars like made little bullshit two second cameos like Boba into Fett superheroes. Yeah, Boba Fett. My favorite one is Voss, Quinlan Voss. Mm-hmm. He is in Episode One uh-huh. when they're when uh, fucking C three PO is acting like no. Uh, what's his bum? Uh, what's his the one that Jar-Jar everybody Binks. George R. Binks is acting like an <laughs> ass. Remember with the frog? Yeah. He's sitting. Quinlan Voss is sitting in that that little area. Yeah. He was uh, undercover doing. If you ever have a chance, read the comic book of Quinlan Voss, and it's all with Dooku and Ayla, the one with the. Oh, the the snake hair or whatever. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. What's her, what's their race? I don't know what their race is. Because uh, there's two races huh. that look very similar. There's like that fish race that he's a fish Jedi. I can't no, think that's of that's uh, I know who you're and talking about. And that's a different about. race altogether from. But they look very similar. Calamari. Yeah. Because of the 
squid. Oh, okay, calamari. calamari. Yeah. And and uh, we should do a Star Wars podcast one of these days. Yeah, we should. Uh, episode nine comes out. We can do it. The recap. Oh yeah, there's one in this every Christmas November, going on December, now. Yeah. I'm down for that. I'm like super like excited. I, I honestly like I want to go and watch. Episode one, two, and three right now, just because I got that. Apparently, excited because you know, it's <laughs> Carlos this told us episode on it. Episode supposed to be dark. Good, because episode- it's supposed to be the Empire Strikes Back version. Well, well not, but I'm the, not the, not like it, but I dark. really I did enjoy Force Awakens, but when I saw Rogue One, Rogue One to me is perfect. It is the most perfect Star Wars one, like movie, just because it's like it ties in characters from episode three yeah and like it just feels like it's the best of both worlds all in one you know movie. why because of what you wanted yeah it, it filled in a gap yeah it a did gap that we all wondered what what you know they're always talking about in a movie like man if they could have just like at least given us something and now they're giving it to you and they added the bonus they just slipped in darth vader yeah. and then you got to see Darth Vader like do what he's supposed to be doing in all the movies. That was the first time you seen him just fucking just ah rip people in half and that you know, that scene where he like power like holds his lightsaber up and drags that dude up, oh that's just fucking to awesome. cut him in half. That to me was like dude that's it. No dark like no um, other Sith has like ever even topped anything like that. Oh, even man. even when you have like Darth Maul now and you develop the character of Darth Maul and he stops being a Sith and like you got to see a little bit of like the the nicer side of Darth Maul, like, <laughs> like every 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 uh, Sith character has like have like like very well developed, you know. Like you never get to see them like fully like embrace. Besides Palpatine, you get to see like Palpatine fully embrace like the Sith. But um, that's the first time like you've seen it like in the like cin- cinematic universe where you see like Darth Vader fully embrace like yeah, the Sith. I and agree, it's, like, and, and it's agree. like. When I seen it, dude, I was like, because turned into a wolf. I was like, Ooh. even when you see him <laughs> in like episode four, five, and six, he's never really like, not to get too nerdy, but the reason the reason that their lightsabers turn red is like the dark side degradation when they turn their kyber crystals into like like all their hatred goes into that, and that's why it turns red. Oh wow! So you never get to see him turn his lightsaber red, and you never get to see him do anything evil besides when he kills those like younglings. But even then, he's, like, crying. He, like, can't handle it. He's just, yeah. like, you never get to see him fully, like, embrace, like, the dark side. And that's that's the only time you've ever seen him, like, full on. You can see he's, like, cold-blooded killer, like, a horror movie type scenario. And it's just, like, damn. Like, that's badass. Like, I don't know. I loved it. It was beautiful. Because yeah. it, you see, it, they did it like a, like a, like his favorite horror movie, like, a small space in a tunnel. And there's nowhere to go, but that way or this way. Yeah. And he's coming, and the door's jammed. Yep. And and, and not just that he's coming. And he have to get that little uh, flash he, drive. He's up. coming with like full force, no matter what you do. It ain't it ain't nothing. Yeah. Right. He's just deflecting oh, everything. Honestly, and, when I saw that in theaters for the first time, I could not believe it. Like when you just see his lightsaber light up, and like that's yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you know why? Man. That was the first time you've seen the lightsaber in the whole movie. Yeah. That's true. Dang, dude. That movie is perfect. There was no lightsabers anywhere else throughout wow. the whole movie up until that point. And you see this lightsaber turn on and you're like, Oh, oh my God! 
Yes. Yeah, you've never seen that in the cinematic universe. I mean, you saw it in, like, the animated series when he fights Ahsoka Tana, and, like, he's, like, badass. Looks very similar. And Bader mm-hmm. Down. Bader Down's where he's, like, full-on, like, fighting an entire I, planet. I stopped so. reading those comics uh, to where the twins were the only ones left, I think, right before. I don't know what. I don't know. I think he's going to kill him or whatever. But anyways, that's where I stopped reading them. Uh-huh. Because I was like, I think I got into something else, and I was like, "Did you ever watch Rebels?" Dude, watch Rebels. <laughs> I watched all of it, man. The only thing I didn't finish reading was those. Even even series. the fact that Chopper makes an appearance in Rogue yeah. One, I'm like, "Oh Dude. man, oh!" Like I stopped it. I paused oh, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I paused it because I the first time live in the movie when I went to see Rogue One, I seen. They the do ship. a little thing where like he like turns around like in front of the camera. It's like oh, I, I seen the ship. I didn't notice him before. Yeah. I I seen the ship when they were uh, oh when they were like all flying in together, right? Yeah, when they're like at the end of the movie. Yeah, where like uh, ghosts or whatever the ship. Yeah, the ghosts. The ghosts. Yeah, it comes out. I'm like that ship looks familiar, and I was like oh, sh-. I turned to myself. I was like that's a ghost. Yeah, and then and then you know I, I didn't say anything at that, but before I had also noticed when they're like general. Yeah, they call it over the speaker. Yeah. Uh, Sandula yeah. report to that. I was like, General Sandula? I was like, I told her, like, that's, that's like Captain. She's Captain. Yeah. Maybe she's promoted in this movie. Yeah. And then after that, I was trying to look for uh, anything else that I might see. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't catch it. I had to like go back and look for, for Chopper. Chopper, yeah. And I did see it, but it's a little clip. You just see him like kind of just come in and and then out you don't notice it but that was cool that they added them so now they're part of the universe because not all the things are part of the universe there's a video game that I play online that I used to I stopped playing it because it got oh with uh, Old Republic yeah I'm trying to think what was the uh, Vader's Apprentice video game not Battlefront where uh, Starkiller that's my favorite yeah did you ever play that game See, we're, we're leaving you out to. Sorry, yeah, this is supposed hey, to be Game hey, of Thrones. Yeah, so yeah. Like, All right, all right. So let, let's get let's get. Let's go back to Game of Thrones. One thing though, Star Killer Base is an homage yes. to Star Killer, yes. which is like, oh, I know, I know. Uh, I just I think, think it's interesting because it's like I always hear you talk about it, and then like I know you're up on game on it, so it's interesting to see these two worlds coming together. So like to me, this is just like it's like watching TV. Dude, no, he's right. Star Killer, uh, his actual name is Galen yeah and he's a uh, uh, what's her name's dad oh, Rogue uh, yeah Rogue One's dad her name yeah you I know like, yeah I can't think of her name it's right Galen now. yeah yeah and, and I was Jay, like uh, Jane Orso yeah Jane Orso Galen I was like oh I caught that right away also I don't know if you saw this you know when they're going through that list of like programs on there and they're like her her name is Stardust or whatever there's one of the programs is called Black Saber I don't know if you saw that Yes, but which is like an homage to like there's an actual character in Star Wars that has a black lightsaber. Oh wow! There's only one character that has a black lightsaber. And who's that? Uh, I don't know who is. I, I can't remember. It's oh. it's it's like one character. I can't think of his name, but he's like a bat. Because like I said, every every lightsaber takes on the color of like that person's thing or whatever. Oh, okay. So like if you know you're dang how racist is fucking uh, Yoda's. But actually, green. The, <laughs> the coolest saber though. <laughs> I think Samuel Jackson is purple. <laughs> yeah. The coolest purple saber ring. is. Is one that not a Jedi has. Yeah. But it's the the bounty hunters. The white ones? There's white and then there's yellow. No, the one that is black with white outline that uh, 
Which ones? It, like the uh, the Inquisitors? No, it's it's. Uh, um, the Bubba Fett family, whatever the, the yeah. those makeshift ones that they met. Yeah, the one okay. that she has that that yeah. gives her the, the title to be the Death Death Watch? Mandalorians. Mandalorians, yeah. Mandalorians, Jesus man. Okay, <laughs> Mandalorians <laughs> are like the few people that can kill Dar- or, uh, Jedi, and they have one, and it's that one. It's it's a, it's a special. Oh, okay. Like saber that. Only there's only one, and it's like it's pretty kick-ass looking. It's like black on the inside light, but there's like a white. Looks like a black hole. In other words, Ooh. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, goddamn. Well, anyways, anyways. <laughs> let's get into the to this episode, and we can discuss it. It's gonna All take right. a while. Since you since you got the notes written now, I'll let you start it off, man. All right, so I, I just have little notes of, on each scene, and, and you know if you guys have something to say about that scene, oh, you know I do. Girl, shoot. All right, so the scene, though, this episode opens up with uh, scene one is the Unsullied are standing outside of the King's Landing. Okay, so how do they get from fucking, um, because weren't, like, they getting surrounded by Euron's uh, fleet? Remember, we're, 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 we gotta move the story along. You know, George. So Martin, is this one of those moments where we're gonna get yes. like an ep- like a like a movie out of like how how they got out of Casterly Rock to yeah, King's Landing? But you know what? Do you really care how they got there? I do care. I don't. I don't, I don't either. This is like another another example of why you gotta release those comic books in between. Okay. It'd be a cool comic book, but it's like yeah, it could explain exactly what happened. Maybe you become a little closer to Worm. Yeah. You know, because of what happened, how he, like, him and his men got out of there after being sieged all of a sudden. Real quick, isn't every Game of Thrones book written from the different perspectives of different characters? characters right. That would be cool if they released the comic books like that. Like, if they did a character... Like, that would be like, one week. Just worm. worm. You know, like... Grey Worm. Arya. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. like to dude, see that in a comic book. You, I told you, you need to, you need to talk to George and get your, get your cash in there, I'm man. I'm telling you, man. Let's dude. just hit him up. I know he's got an Instagram. Let's just fucking like, hashtag. That would be really cool if they released comic books like from Worm's perspective. Yeah, I mean, it's already like, written. We're not asking to write shit on your, on our own. We're just wanting yeah. the same books, just in graphic novel, like you said. You know, yeah. bam. Grey Worm, episode one. Yeah. He doesn't have to write it. He gets someone else to write it. Yeah. So, for us. so, the scene opens up like that, right? And Sully are all lined up outside, and... First two characters are on the on the screen is Jamie and Bron. And Bron. They're talking, and they're, they're having a conversation about dicks. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dick on. Wait, is that that episode? I'm thinking something else. No, they're talking about how how he's like first Bron sees him. He sees the Unsullied out there, and he's like, man. Oh can yeah. Imagine yeah. not having a dick. And Jamie kind of just chuckles and kind of go. They go back and forth, and then after a while, they hear a horn and. And because you know they're not, they're like, man, we can handle these guys. Yeah. And then here comes a fucking uh, the, the, the Dothraki. Yeah, Dothraki just show up in horses, and they have dicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and after that, they're like, oh shit, you know, I mean, this is this is gonna be something if it, something breaks out right now. Mm-hmm. And that scene was kind of short right there. They had the little conversation. They kind of show the power that Daenerys has. Daenerys has, and. He's like, man, I already faced these guys out there. I don't want to do it again, you know. No. And then it goes over to the next scene, which is the oh, the little ship. It, then it the, the scene shifts over. They show all the ships that what's that Euron guy? I can't oh, yeah. stand that guy. Yeah, I can't stand that guy either. 
they show his ships and then it pans over and it shows this one ship coming and that's where John John and every, everybody else from his entourage is coming and then they show uh, the hound go downstairs and knocks on the on the box and oh yeah with the zombie and stuff in it yeah and the zombies in it and I don't think they really like say anything I think the only thing that that I noticed that they said on that one part is John's talking to uh, Tyrion and he's like hey how many people live in this place I think it was millions million people he's like what that's more than all the north and I was like god how many people are in the north then I, 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 to, to me like that's a perfect example like what you guys gave earlier about like how it's um, the, like pretty much like the west coast like when you think of Canada like you think like the great white north whatever but there's not much there like when you fly over Canada because I got relatives there like when you fly all over it it's kind of like flying over the United States except every once in a while like the United States you'll see oh there's St. Louis and you'll see like this big like city or whatever and then you're like oh okay there you go you got Chicago and there's a big city there and then there's a bunch of nothingness Canada, Canada is just like that too where it's just like you just fly over it's just nothingness 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 oh wait there's Toronto nothingness nothingness and I, that to me like that's the north like in, in, in a nutshell like you just got all these like dispersed because it's like a very hard place to live unless you're in Winterfell or like wherever the Boltons are from like yeah. it's a very hard place to live you gotta be a hard you know son of a bitch funny though like when, when he says like when I have that conversation he's like you know there you fit that many people here and he's like and Tyrion answers with well you know there's a lot of work here and some of the best brothels are here. And I was like, what the hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> that was it. That's all he said to, to justify a million people sitting in that city. I was like, what? Well, like, I they did go back to my, like, Canada thing. Like, you got those people that are just, like, content living out, like, in the woods and stuff. Like, my cousin, like, he moved to Montana. But that's why I live in L.A. because of the brothels. Well, I mean, there's more. Like, it's his big point, than, I think, was, like, there's more to do. It was in Montreal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's more to do in King's Landing. Like, there's more to do in L.A. than there is, like, in Tehachapi, for example. You know what I'm saying? There's some people that are just happy as shit to live, like, in Lake Isabella, surrounded with nothingness and just, like, them and nature. And then some people, they they love the big city, you know? So, I think that was his point. And then from there, it cuts to another scene. Uh, it's a short scene. It's just Cersei and Kyburn are standing there, and she... Uh, asks if they've shown up and then he says yeah but i think she has a, is daenerys there and oh where she shows up all late well he asks she asks him because i guess he's the little finger of the city and he's like is, why is she not with him and he's like i don't know and then that's when he i think she turns to uh uh the mountain tells him all right well if something goes wrong Make sure you start with that bitch and kill everybody else. And I was just like, okay, so what? And then after that scene, they go to the scene that everybody is kind of the big scene. They see everybody walking over to the uh, dragon lair or dragon pit. And you know what's an interesting part of that? Like, you know how um, Bronn, he takes uh, Gendry, like, because they go off, like, to the side somewhere, like, hey, let's go drink or something like that. It's because, like, Bronn and Cersei, like, in real life, like, I guess they actually dated, and I guess, like, in both of their contracts, because they had, like, a messy breakup or something like that, and then, since then, like, they, like, have it in their contracts where they can't share, like, the same scene together. What? 
So that's like why. So that's why you see that scene with like Braun and like Gendry. Like they go off like or Podrick. I think it was because it was Podrick. Because they look at yeah. So they go off to the side and they go drink or or whatever. Let us uh, go drink. Let let the higher people take yeah. care of their own business. And that's because, like, in real life, like, they can't stand each other. But in, in this Damn. scene, that's when they're walking up... stories. <laughs> in this scene, when they're walking up, I noticed they did it just like the, the, the episode before. Remember how they're, like, walking over to the White Walkers? And you would see, like, two people pair off and have conversations. Yeah. In this little short walk from... You know the shit to the dragon pit. You know those people were like pairing off, having conversations too that we wanted to hear. Yeah. Like at one point, I think the hound after we told it, like, what's in there? And the guy's like, the hound. You know how the hound is like, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your name? Uh, the tall one. Oh, uh, Brienne. Uh, Brienne. Yeah. She falls back, and then they have that conversation because they made eye contact. Oh, about Arya. Yeah, and then like you know. Which is, like, the coolest thing ever, because, like, those are, like, her two, like, role models or whatever that made, like, Arya initially a badass. Like, she just went from, like, this highborn, like, little brat that was trying to, like, you know, play with swords or whatever to, like, okay, first she gets trained by the mountain, and then, you know, they have that thing. I was surprised how the hound sword fighter. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I, what? That one, like, uh, her dance instructor. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> what do we say to the, what do we say to death? Not today. That guy. Yeah, yeah uh, like, no, he was, was like Zari or something yeah. like that. He was. He had such a short-lived like, like. But he had such thing. a good role. They yeah. did a good job there. I, I kind of still hope that one day he like reappears randomly and it's like kind of like Uncle Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> he just saves him. Just shows up whenever they need help. Okay, you can go now. Like he's not today. <laughs> I was just surprised how the Hound took. Brian. Yeah, like like, she falls back. And he's like, you know, you almost killed me. And he wasn't a dick or an asshole to her or anything. He just, like, took it well. And I was surprised. I was like, I wasn't expecting that from him. I was expecting some witty remark to come back at her like, bitch, you know, you almost killed me. What the fuck are you talking to me for? I think because, like, he's such a, like, undercover, like, honorable character. Like, when you think yeah, about it. Yeah, he is. Like, that he's, like, that's, like, an honorable. Like, if he would have died at that moment. He know he knows he would have died to like somebody who was a better swordsman than him. Like he would have went out honorably. Like he didn't die because Joffrey wanted him to go rape some little girl or something like that. He would have died like doing what he loved to do, which is fucking fight. And he would have lost to a better woman, you know. So I think that's what that's why he didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, and then like they start talking about Arya, and he's like, "Well, why aren't you back at Winterfell?" And then she kind of lets him know that. She don't need protection from me. She can take care of herself. And then he had like a little smile, like, "Hell yeah, that's good to hear." You know, it's like two, and, it's like two step parents, like. <laughs> and I like that that he has that sort of, the sort of redeeming him, you know, because yeah. he's always been the ugly duckling the whole mm-hmm. time, that that he's been throughout the. I mean, we see how much of an asshole he is, but he's always doing like sort of like you said, there's the right always thing. like this this honor thing on his back that he knows he, he's like he wants to but he, he there's something holding him back you know all the time mm-hmm. um, another conversation I noticed was the one that Tyrion and Podrick had oh and then Bronn comes over it's like you done sucking the magical dick or something because remember they, they used to say in the seasons before that 
I guess oh, like the midget. The midgets had like a magic yeah. dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, I remember that now, but I'm like, ah, oh, how did they tie that? I'm trying to think of like. There's a lot of like callbacks to like previous seasons, yeah. and, like that yeah. little scene. This actual episode has a lot of like, hey, little little <laughs> things from before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like blink it. You'll if you blink, you'll miss it. Kind of thing. Um, that that's what like the producers said too. Like at like you know how after every episode they always have like a little like inside the episode or whatever, yeah. like a little like fifteen minute thing about it. Like they were talking about that too. They're like this this scene or this like five minute scene took us like the longest out of all the seasons or whatever to film because you're like trying to like tie in as much as possible. All these people that you wanted like to interact are finally interacting now, and you want to make sure like their interactions are meaningful. It's not just you know something throwaway. And this is one one of the in, in the same scene this is when they also like like it kind of made me think because uh Tyrion and Bronn start having that conversation right before they get to uh the place where they had to be and he tells him he offers him again he's like hey you know you're more than welcome to come over my side as far as the character goes though where do, where do you think that that's gonna happen to Bronn because you know now you know that Cersei doesn't trust him because she's already mistrusting uh, Jamie for setting up those meeting with Tyrion behind her back. Mm-hmm. And but who set it up? Bronn. Yeah. So he knows that his head's on the chopping block. Here, here's okay. And I was just thinking about this when I was doing yard work. All right, I'm gonna do all my best thinking above like the toilet. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yes. So, I was thinking about that. Um, when you think about it, why the hell was, like, Dorne and the Sand Snakes brought in? Um, I think they came in, like, season four or five. Um, like, they're, they kind of, at this point, have served no purpose, really. You know, like, it, they've just kind of just been filler or whatever. But they have to play some kind of role. So, they're both down there in the dungeon, right? And the one that's down, the daughter that's down there in the dungeon was the one that was flirting with Bronn. She so, did. But we don't know that for sure yet because they haven't shown that. So You're right, but apparently from what we've seen, she gave her the kiss of death. And yeah, her but going to watch her die in front of her. But Kyburn did that, not not the Sand Snake. So we don't know if like Kyburn did the poison, right? We don't know what happened. So this can get explained away easily. Um, so this is my theory. Um, there's why why would that little the the youngest Sand Snake? Why would she be flirting with Bronn? There has to be some purpose to that. And then, like you said, like Bronn is on the chopping block. So eventually, because he set up that meeting, he's the big betrayer, quote unquote. And he's kind of like on this middle ground with Jamie. He's kind of on this middle ground with Tyrion. You know, Cersei, like she can snap at the blink of an eye. So my thing is, Bronn gets caught up in some shit next season. He goes down into the dungeon, and then let's say the daughter's not dead, the mom's not dead, or whatever. And then they, all three of them, hook up, and they're the ones that like help, like get. Um, Cersei, you know, get her somehow get her out of the story because I mean, to, eventually Cersei's gonna have to die here. You I know? think James gonna kill Cersei. Yeah, and I think, but they're gonna be the ones that are gonna help bring Cersei to Jaime for that to happen. Because there's that whole Valonqar prophecy, which is in the book, where it says like you're gonna have three children of gold hair, and they're, all of them are gonna die, and then you're gonna you're gonna finally get um, replaced by someone younger and prettier than you. And your death is going to be a result of um, uh, younger uh, the younger sibling. Yeah, it's um, who do they? They've always made it sound like it was, it was Tyrion. Tyrion. Yeah, and that's why she's always wanted to kill him. Yeah, 
But, like, Sir, uh, Jamie was born, like, seconds before Cersei was. So, technically, he's, like, a younger sibling as well, so. Yeah. Which would be, like, a more, um, like, satisfying uh, plot point, I think. I think Bronn probably already slipped out. The whole Bronn dating Cersei in real life thing is still blowing my mind. <laughs> like, so I was just like, I had to Google, I had to do some Google images right now. Yeah, I guess like Bronn in real life, he used to be like a pop star or whatever, oh, I guess. Really? Like George Michael or something oh, like that in Britain. And then, of course, Lena Headey, she was like the wife in uh, 300, so they hooked up. That's pretty cool. It's pretty hot. Yeah. Britney oh. Spears calling through or something. Also, I just I just bought the uh, original, the prequel, Star Wars prequels on DVD right now. Because I had them, but they're like pretty beat up. So you had to bring Star Wars back in those times. <laughs> I, I have the, the original trilogy on DVD. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Alright, so they finish talking to all these people and they finally get to the, to the pit. And... If you notice when they walk up, nobody's there. It's just them first. So they walk up and then they kind of are just standing around and then they see oh, uh, the hound talk to Tyrion about something. They're talking about, they're having some conversation. Oh, they bring me back to die. And, and Tyrion ends with like, well, you know, yeah, those Lannisters keep fucking up and you guys keep. And one of you, what's his last name for the hound? Oh, um, play games. Play games. Yeah. Keep keep aiding us. And just as he says that, it was like a like a sort of a shift, and you see the hound right away spot his brother walking mm-hmm. up. Yeah, dude. And I told him I was like, dude, that dude is huge. Yeah. Dude, the armor just to make the armor on that guy, it's freaking. I would be intimidated. It took all of Pittsburgh <clears throat> to make that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and. So they walk up and then they all sit down. And, and you know what's happening, baby? The fucking click game ball. <laughs> Do you think it's gonna happen? Didn't you hear the conversation? Okay, so they they walk up, right? Yeah. And this is what I was gonna get to. They, they sit. They all sit down, but they're not sitting there for like minutes. Yeah. They, they just finish sitting down and then it's like they're just kind of sitting and all of a sudden. The hound goes, you know what, this is my moment. He walks over to, to in front of Clegane. Clegane comes out. The Clegane, the mountain, mountain. comes yeah. out. And he's like, dude, you just as ugly. What did they do to you? But right before he leaves, I couldn't understand the first time until like, I think the fourth time I, I watched that scene. Uh, oh, where he tells him, he goes, I'm coming for you, brother. I've always been coming for yeah, you. Yeah, you knew I've always been coming for yeah. you. Yeah. So you know it's gonna happen. So this clay wait, wait, wait! Ball, I gotta do. I gotta do it again. <laughs> Click game ball, bitch. <laughs> season, season. The next season that should be the opening episode. Fuck yeah! Like, cause there's gonna be so many cliffhangers, like not cliffhangers, but so many like moments of crescendo in the next season that you might as well start off with like something that you kind of already see coming and you know it's going to be badass so like right off the bat see they clash and like I, I assume the hounds are gonna, or the, yeah, the, the mountain the mountain okay, the mountain the mountain's going to win oh you think the mountain's going to win no I'm sorry the hound the hound's going to win oh okay so, yeah. yeah well I mean 
No. Not even not for twists. Yeah. They are. Well, they can't. Maybe they're. Okay, I changed my point. I changed my point. No, no, you're right. Yeah. Maybe they both kill each other. You know, maybe one of the wounds, you know, maybe the hound does kill the mountain, but he just can't go on with all the wounds he has and or, he has the last breath of laugh. He takes his helmet off. Here, here's what I. Okay, this goes back to me doing yard work and thinking about shit now again. Because, okay, remember I told you, like, the sand snakes are still in that basement or whatever, and probably Bron's going to be back there? Well, fucking, the mountain's going to be chasing after Jamie, because, you know, Cersei didn't appreciate that shit, right? She's going to ha- she, eventually, she's going to send the mountain up she there. She ain't going to send a mountain. That's, that's well, her bodyguard. They're going to work their way up north or whatever, and I think, because um, when Oberyn... Cersei's going to go north. I think she is. And fucking, they're, they're going to have... Listen to this art? I'm listening. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But. No, but I'm saying it could happen because I'm trying to piece all this shit but together. This, I guarantee you, the beginning of next season, they're going to already put her at like five months pregnant or something. Oh, yeah. So I don't think she's going to be traveling a lot. I think it's bullshit. I don't think she's pregnant. You don't think so? It's, it's just, she's such a snake that she can use everything to manipulate people. Because she, when she first told Jamie that she was pregnant, I was like, this bitch is using that just to manipulate him to... to to bring him over to her side again. Because yeah. remember, he was kind of like straying off a little. Yeah. Until she like yeah. grabbed him again. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and then why would Euron stay <clears throat> uh, with that? Because Euron wants to get down with her. Like he wants to marry her. Why would he be married to her if he knows that fucking Jamie's baby's in Oh, her? dude. Dude. All the shit talking that Euron's done, then I'm surprised Jamie didn't do anything. Oh, he will. I think he dude, will. Dude, he, he has it coming. Yeah. Oh. When he was just talking shit to him next to him, when they were standing, uh, I don't know what, they were like in the uh, throne room, right? Yeah. Who was in front of him? There was somebody in front of him. They were like discussing something and and Jamie was standing here and that Euron was standing next to him and he's just like... Oh, digging into him. Oh, dude, what? Yeah, like, (laughs) let me know how she likes it and all this like shit like that. And Jamie's just like... He he's got to get one like badass like pimp slap out of that like iron hand he's got or whatever across his face like oh, I'd be shit, totally satisfied. Yeah, he's gonna smash his face in with that fucking dude. Head. That's pretty cool. I kind of hope that I'm gonna put this over here really quick. But yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot about an iron hand. Every time they show him, <laughs> hurry up. Sorry, I don't know why I chose right now to put that away. Well, uh, see that that's where. Getting back to the scene that he was talking about, the Clay Game Bowl is going to happen because of that reason. Because that was the first thing that came out. And I was like, you know, that conversation, like, I was like, I couldn't understand the first time, you know. So I, I rewound it a couple of times. Well, I seen it a couple of times. And every time I paid attention to it, I said, like, yeah. It's like, I guess they he feels that there's a destiny that they're going to have to clash at some point. So it's going to happen. And you're mm-hmm. right. I don't think it's going to happen in the first couple season, uh, first couple episodes. Because I think the first couple episodes is gonna have to do with maybe oh John and Danny boning. No, maybe then they have to gather their forces at Winterfell. Jamie's gonna have to show up and make his case. And and the the walkers are coming. They're gonna have to start defending. Um, right after they talk, I think he goes back and sits down, and all of a sudden they hear the the sound of the dragons. Oh yeah. And if you notice. Right away, like, I noticed Jamie, like, gets up, like, oh, shit. Like, he's traumatized by them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he got up. And one thing I noticed is that Jay, uh, Cersei, she was, res- she just stays there, like, 
I'm not impressed. She was just sitting there the whole time. Oh, like, did she say some bullshit too? Like, oh, I thought she had three. Yeah, they noticed that there's one missing. Yeah, she she sees the two right, and when that dragon lands, that is an awesome ass. That CGI. Yeah. Oh, dude, and that's why we don't have Ghost, I guess, awesome. apparently too, because I was googling it too. I was like, where the fuck is Ghost been? But I guess like the budget has been so like skewed towards making these dragons. It's just like, all right, what do you want? You want some badass dragons, or do you want a white wolf? We want a white wolf too. I, I want yeah, that they too. They can do both. They can Dude, do both. Remember, I they can borrow. I mean, honestly, they can borrow one of my dogs. Ghost? Where is he? Even even mention him. Like, hey, can you feed yeah. Ghost while I'm gone? He yeah. could have said that. Yeah. But he didn't say anything. <laughs> he sends a raven. I think the hey, last sure. time we seen him was he was when he made they made him king of the north again. He was I think sitting in the back. Yeah. That was the last time we seen him. We haven't seen him since. So all this bullshit he's been going through. Ghost could have been helping him. Yeah. Even God when he goes up damn north, it. he should have had a ghost with him. Oh, yeah. To fight Dude, the White Walkers. Show up to King's Landing with ghosts. Oh, like you're intimidating, too. Yeah. You know? Well, anyways, the damn dragon comes down. By the way, producers, if you want to use one of my German Shepherds, you feel more than likely. You can paint him white. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Spray paint him. <laughs> so the dragon lands, right? And when it dra- lands, that was the first time that Circe and... Daenerys met. Oh, yeah. And she walks up and she just gives her this look like... I don't know if she's like... Like this jealous, like, like oh my God, this is what everybody's been talking about. Because of the prophecy, right? And she sits down and then she's like, you made us wait. And I was in my head, I was like, bitch, you guys just got there. But I guess, you know, maybe like you said, you know, like the ravens flying all over the place. Maybe they were waiting there for a while, but... In the episode, in that scene, it wasn't that long. It was like yeah. maybe what? Clegane's had their conversation. They sat down. Here comes a dragon. What the fuck are you complaining about? Yeah, we've been waiting, bitch. What the hell? You you made the other people wait. Yeah. So you know. Well, when it comes to divas, though, you can't you can't outweigh a diva, right? The the diva has to be the last one to make the fashionable presence. I mean, I got that. So. She was out divaing the diva, and so far in all this scene right here, it's awesome. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm just. I love that scene. Oh yeah, right. And then she sits down, and, and then she tells, she gives a signal to Tyrion. Tyrion gets up to go do something, and here comes the asshole. Like he, like I got your sister. Oh, like, you're like on. what? She should met, dude. Why? Yeah. Like, like, like anything. He, if he said nothing, we would not miss that scene. It would not change anything that's gonna happen. So, but that's the scene where he like runs away. He's like, I've seen a lot of things, but, but I've never not seen yet. It. But not yet. You're right. But before then, he's just talking shit to to Dion. You better kneel to me, like man. There's no need for that shit. Yeah. And then he starts bagging on Tyrion, yeah. and Tyrion's like, dude, I heard all the short jokes, and he even turns to Theon. He's like, right? And Theon's like, yeah, that was that good. <laughs> and then Tyrion this is where you start noticing all those little subtleties like everybody glancing at people like uh, right before one day when Cersei walks up and every, they go to sit down if you notice Jamie walked by Brienne he sits down and he looks at Brienne and then Cersei notices that he's looking at Brienne and he looks back at her and he's like you know kind of just plays it off mm-hmm. but there's all these little glances uh, so one of the glances that I noticed right there was uh, Euron's talking shit and Tyrion goes like looks at Jamie like gives him like what the fuck 
that what the fuck look and Jamie you know, being his brother is like yeah, I know what you mean so he's like <laughs> that's when he tells him you need to sit down like tell him to, right he tells him to sit down and then he doesn't he doesn't move until like seriously like yeah don't make us get up and then like Clegan comes out you notice like Clegan always coming out just gets in front oh the mountain yeah yeah he just comes out with like he's holding his sword like he's gonna do something you're like yeah but he doesn't do shit (laughs) like god damn it so then uh, he finally sits his ass down and then they start having that conversation to try to pitch their side and seriously being a bitch and finally well we got something to show you and that's where Conveniently, the hound's coming right back up there just as I say that. And he opens up the case. He, out comes the zombie. And if you notice, when the zombie comes out, the mom's behind Cersei. He doesn't even move. To What's his cousin? Well, yeah. that's his cousin at this point. They're both undead. Oh. Yeah, see, yeah. I mean. So he sees no fucking. But I mean, threat. even. even uh, Jamie got up to like. Almost yeah. pull his sword out too, you know, and and that's where like they see the the dead guy come out, and and I'll say this too, like that to me, like okay, we take bringing back talking about like the Walking Dead and stuff, like you see the Walking Dead, and like yeah, they do an amazing job of like you know you know showing all these zombies or whatever, but then like you see this, and it's like it takes you like you're like oh wow, that that looks amazing, you know, and like at this point. In time, you've seen everything like The Walking Dead has to offer when it comes to zombies. When you see this zombie, though, like this, like actually puts like a little bit of a fear in your heart. Like they did this, like it's like it's like eating like some like good pizza, but then you taste like some excellent, authentic New York pizza. Like you're like, all right, this is now this is a fucking zombie, right? Yeah, because it was the first time also in that whole scene that that uh, Cersei actually jumped back Mm -hmm. because she was trying to be all misimpressive. I'm not impressed by your dragons, you know. Fuck are you? And then that shit came out at right at her like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. She jumped on that one, and then uh, they do all the demonstration. And they show how to kill it. I think they at that point, John he fucking hits him with the obsidian or the dragon glass uh, yeah. knife or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Kyron, you see, he picks up the arm like he's all fucking like, whoa! <laughs> how is it doing that? Maybe I can. Yeah. Because I'm a scientist. I got to figure this shit out. He's going to Frankenstein in another one. But because that's what I'm going back to my whole point with like his poison or whatever, like that, 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 uh, uh, that they were trying to copy from the the sand snakes. Yeah. Like he does a good job of like making the mountain, but as the seasons progress, like the mountain just seems like he's dying a little bit more, like he's degressing or whatever. I noticed this is getting worse. Yeah, he's like redder and like decaying more or whatever. Whereas this, like he's looking at this in awe, like, okay, how can I better this or whatever? So to me, like that kind of showed a signal of like Kyburn, like, okay, he's good at what he does, but he's not great at what he does. Like he could be better. But at the same time, that's Kyburn being Kyburn. He's he's trying to like figure shit out like, oh man, how can I improve on my creation? The that funny is thing rotting. is, like, yeah, you guys are right. I didn't even really notice that scene. Like, I remember it. I remember him doing that, but I never put two and two together. Like, yeah. he fucks with that. Like, yeah, because remember when they're standing, when when they do that close up of the hound talking to the mountain. Man, mountain's eyes are like fucking yeah. red, and they're yeah. just like not even eyes anymore. And then it's just like his skin is just like fucking purple. Yeah, like bloated purple and yeah. shit. Yeah, and it wasn't like that in the beginning. No. And um, after that, I think they 
that's when Cersei asks for loyalty from John, and he's just like, <laughs> "Gotta be John." Yeah. Yeah, where he's just like, "Oh, oh Neil or whatever." Yeah, he goes, "Yeah, I already promised my allegiance to one queen," and um, Tyrion like gives him. He goes, "Why can't you just fucking lie, dude? Like, just say, just say you're gonna do it." He goes, "Well, then that would mean." Uh, well, I mean, I got where John was coming from, where he goes. Well, then your word doesn't mean anything. If you if one lie, if you say one lie, then another lie becomes you know easier, and then your word doesn't mean anything. And where's your honor at? You know, in that. So, I mean, and that's why I got a man crush on John because he's the most honorable person in this whole series. And, and he even brought but, but, up beside his dad. Like, yeah, or his and he uncle, brought up his dad uncle, there. Yeah. He goes, "I know you guys are gonna you know uh, say that that's my fault. I'm just like my dad, and that's why he died. But you can't keep doing this, you know. And, and yeah. like I think that's." That's the reason why I think from very beginning in episode one where they introduced John as a bastard, you kind of, just like in any show or game or book, you, you root for that underdog. Yeah. Because he was the underdog. Oh, yeah. So everyone treated him like shit. And so when he's the underdog and a good guy who, who has morals and, and, you know, he's loyal and honest and, and want... And, you want to pull for a guy like that, you know, to, to now that we know who he is. But, I mean, back then, even even when uh, the, the wolves were found, the babies, they gave him the white one because it didn't match the other one. Oh, it was a runt, too. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, it's just like... Even Theon stuck him in a little bit in the side. So, you know, you, you, I understood why he answered the way he did. And, and it kind of still gets the story going and... and makes other people understand that what he means is what he means is there's nothing there's no lying in him so even there's no game to him even seriously understood you know she's like i can't change the dude's mind and so you know then after that she gets up and like there's no deal then i'm out and she leaves and as she's leaving then brienne like stops jamie like what are you doing fuck loyalty and all that shit And if you notice, uh, Cersei, I guess, heard that conversation. Because she stopped and she was like over there, like, looking back, like, let's go. And she's like, talk to her. And this is like one of those things you said. Maybe we needed a filler there. Yeah. yeah. Because right after that, it cuts, the scene cuts to, uh, well, not that doesn't cut, but like, Tyrion goes, fuck it, let me go fix this. Yeah. And he takes off. And then he's, as he's walking up in this next scene... It's between her and him and his sister. But as he's walking up, the the mountain's walking him up, and Jamie's coming out of the, that room, and apparently Jamie had a conversation with her, and it just she didn't want to hear it. And I was like, maybe I wanted to hear that conversation. Wait, so like Jamie was already in the room, and he just, yeah. Oh, he he had just come out. He said, "Hey, I'm I'm an idiot." And remember how they're like, "We're both idiots." Yeah. And it was like, "Good luck." Because he said that he had just finished talking to her. I guess he listened to what Brienne said. He tried to pitch his side. And this is like Art said. Maybe this is one of those moments where you're like, we could do with a comic book or, or, or an excerpt. You know, saying, what happened in this conversation? What did he actually try yeah, to pitch? Yeah, 15 minutes or whatever before uh, freaking Tyrion walked in there. You know, it's funny that you say that she's faking the whole pregnancy thing. Because up in the up until this point, they haven't said like officially said she's pregnant, right? But they foreshadowed it like they had that like that mad scientist doctor walk out and she's like standing there like rubbing her belly or something like that. She might be pregnant, but as fans, 
knowing the type of person she is, that she's pretty much a bitch. Loves to manipulate. Yeah. To, to you think that's all for people. Jamie? I, I think it was, but when he left, she might be pregnant. But it's just I don't know. If, if the it'd be more satisfying. Right, it'd be more satisfying if she wasn't. Like it'd be. It would throw like more drama. She might lose because if if, if her prophecy yeah. is true, she she can't have any more kids. I yeah. I could totally see if. Because I hadn't even considered consider that she's lying to Jamie. And I think maybe that's the thing that takes Jamie over the edge where like he's willing to kill her. That she's been lying Or to it's not Jamie's baby, it's Euron's baby. That would be fucked up. See, then that would drive him, that would drive me to kill the bitch. <laughs> well, oh, this is another man's baby? I know you're my sister, but man, you ain't fucking around. But even then, like, the prophecy's still like you're gonna have three kids. I mean, but, but what if like she three kids by one man? Like, that wasn't like the prophecy. <laughs> but what if she doesn't have the kid though? Let's say Jamie kills her while she's still in still pregnant. Mm. Maybe fucked up, but at the same time, it's Cersei. Yeah. How fucked up could it be? Yeah. And be- before we go into that, where he walks in to talk to Cersei, I almost forgot. You're on. We didn't bring him up because we hate him. Oh yeah, he's a terrible back. character. I don't want. The in the book is much better uh-huh. but as a character that they brought up I think they're kind of rushing his character they didn't really develop him like they did in the books yeah because remember I told you before this season came out I was like oh Victorian that was his name in the book Victorian oh okay and in, in the series they renamed him renamed him Euron um he they were painting him to be such a bigger grander character to where what uh, the way they rushed it, you're kind of not attached to him, so he's kind of an annoying character now. It's kind of a lesser uh, uh, Bolton. So he walks over after the zombies dies, touches the hair, and fucking like, get the fuck out of here. In but doesn't he ask if they can swim or not? Yeah, and, and they're like, no, no, I don't think. Well, then I'm going back to my island. And then that was his excuse to leave, and you're like, what? Yeah. What the fuck, right? So Tyrion goes in there and starts talking to her. In, in the next scene trying to pitch why she should you know honor this truce or whatever and that's where they that, that you know they have you know he tries to like get past the hate that she has for him and they bring up the families and you know he goes dude I, I love your kids you know it wasn't my fault you know, oh yeah they had that back and forth or yeah, whatever because you know I love your kids you yeah. can't even say that and then throughout the little conversation she starts rubbing her belly. Yeah. And then he goes, you're pregnant. You know, and... and, and that's why I said I, I doubt it, man. I just, just conveniently. Dang. That's... So see, I she's trying to even consider that the she's strings lying. of Tyrion too by throwing this shit like, well, well yeah, you know. And, and... But even then, he... She threatens to... to take him out too. And again... The mountain, you know, pulls his sword like halfway, like ah shit, yeah, and nothing happens again. God <laughs> damn it! But I think that's all Is foreshadowing. Is he gonna kill somebody? I think it's all foreshadowing that's though. Twice he's pulled his fucking sword or halfways, and nothing's happened, yeah. right? But it's all foreshadowing though, because they're they're leading up to her sicking him on somebody, and it's gonna be the mountain, and the mountain's gonna be like, not today, motherfucker, and he's and they're gonna have the game ball. Or or. She's gonna like sick him on someone, and then he's gonna like show rush up. in. Yeah, okay. Be like, oh, he's gonna like 
like Arya is gonna like step. That, to that's him. what I was just gonna say. What if? Because Arya still has her list. She's st- and fucking Cersei's on the top of the list. Yeah. And I think Cersei at this point, Cersei and Jamie are the only one left on that list. What if Arya is going in for the kill or whatever, and then she's about to go kill Cersei, and she almost has it, and the mountain goes to fucking kill Arya, and then the Hound has to save her. Yeah, that's very possible. That's a good. That's a good way of. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a, another idea of how. I'll, we'll bring it up later on. <laughs> okay. Because I like I that. About I like that, but I don't love that. Like, I think that there's, there's, it's not Game of Thrones clever enough. Okay. It's, well, then I will never write for Game okay, of Thrones. Sorry. Then. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. So then they cut over to this scene that you were talking about earlier. John and uh, oh, when he starts macking to Danny. Danny, are talking. And oh, I'll get he picks up this little piece of oh, dragon bone. Yeah, that little dragon, baby dragon. You know. Oh yeah, the little head or whatever. Yeah, like, the, the, the skull. Yeah, and you know they start having that conversation, and he, like he said, throws his mac on her. And mm-hmm. She goes, you know, I can never. How does it? How did? It, how does even that get brought up? Like that's such a weird thing to say I don't know how he brought it I up I think they talk about how like over time like the bloodline of the Targaryens has oh, gotten yeah. weaker cause like the yeah. dragons got smaller and smaller oh yeah and then she was like the l- last one and he's like no he's like, I'm the last one and I can't have children and he's, he's like, like my dragons are my children yeah. yeah he's like what do you mean yeah <laughs> I can get you challenge accepted he's like some witch told you man I think you need a second opinion <laughs> yeah and then after that Tyrion comes back into the fold. They see him walking up, and here comes uh, Cersei, and they just stop there. And then she's like, "I guess we'll do this." And by do this, like go help him up north. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna call my. She tells Jamie, uh, "Call the all our bannermen and all of them. Yeah, and bring them over, and we're gonna. We're not only gonna not." fight you guys we're gonna send our own troops to go help you guys yeah and and they're like oh shit you know and but the way she presented it too was still kind of dickish but like at the same time like oh okay this is gonna be badass you're gonna have all of them together or whatever and she she goes but let's get this straight i'm not your friend we will beef after this and there will be another war oh no she tells them you remember that i offered the help oh yeah Right, that that it was me who did it, so that you can think about it when you try to come back later on. Yeah, but that would be awesome if you think about it. If if they would, if she would have agreed with it to actually to see all of the forces, men, all the men of the realm of the world, right? like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you know, men standing together against the freaking <laughs> zombies. Yeah. The gates of fucking... that would be awesome. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait for that CGI to take over, man. Yeah, well, I'm just like, saying they better set aside. We should, we need it first of all. We need to set a GoFundMe or something for so that way they have enough money to CGI ghost in that motherfucker though. Because <laughs> I don't care how you can get fucking Mortal Kombat Annihilation bad with the CGI as long as fucking ghost is there. I don't yeah, care. It's just like a background like <laughs> clip art where he just blinks every once in a while. Because <laughs> it's in the snow, you can't see him. So just, they just put like two red eyes opening up and not closing. Some claymation or whatever. It like, looks all like a handheld camera shot. <laughs> every time that they pan to him. Is like a dog sitting on a couch. What? What was that? It's like a white dog. <laughs> Close enough. And then after that, it cuts to Sansa and Littlefinger. Oh, oh yeah. is this at the scene? No, this is before. They're they're oh, sitting okay. in. This is I think where she's. We don't know this yet, but I think this is where she starts. 
trying to see what his angle is. Because up until that point, it just seems like she was eating up all the bullshit again. This like oh, lapping it up, being stupid Sansa again. Yeah, and so you know she's like, uh, I want to talk about you know what you think, Arya, about Arya, and and then Littlefinger starts feeding her like, well, why do you think she's here? Yeah, and then she's like, well, let's play this little game. And he tells her that he likes to play a game that he... Uh, oh, they jump to the worst possible yeah, conclusion. What's the worst thing or worst conclusion, something like that. Yeah. That you can... That a person's motives could be. Yeah. And so she, he starts feeding it to her and she's like, well, you know, she did come here and found that note and it's trying to implicate me to use basically it basically saying that she wants to be Lady me. of Winterfell yeah he ends up with and to be the Lady of Winterfell at the end of all that interrogation and I'm just like this bitch at that you, point I was like god damn it you obviously don't know Arya see yeah. I, I know that, that a lot of these people a lot of people weren't surprised but I was cause just like Game of Thrones, anybody could go at any time, and they could twist. There was no book to what's going on in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you could maybe think, "Oh, I knew this was gonna happen," but not until it got there. Yeah, until See, it because, actually happened. Because yeah. when this scene happened, I was like, "God damn it!" You know, I was actually, I was hooking the sink. I was eating that shit up. Well, even like when you were, because I watched it with you. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, Sansa, don't be that stupid." And yeah. then, like you're like, "Well, that's just been her character, man." But it's just like her arc, like kind of like the Hound, where it's like he starts off at, or even Jamie too, like where they start off with these like these really bad guys or whatever. But then all of a sudden they make this like dramatic right hand turn to being like these very honorable, uh, heroic guys that you're cheering for or whatever. It's like Sansa kind of has like that same arc where she went from this spoiled brat that you fucking hate, oh, always talking shit to John. Um, always talking shit to Arya. All your fan even favorites. Even when she was when when she was in King's Landing with Joffrey, she was oh, like yeah. a bitch. Yeah. yeah, and like even she after Arya, what I wanted to like become the queen of. Yeah, yeah so. and then even when she was like, she watched her dad get executed. She was still like a like a dumb sniffling little like, oh woe is me kind of person. And then all of a sudden, she, like toward the end when she got revenge on Ramsay, it's just like okay, Sansa's turning it around. She's turning the ship around, and it was just like. For a while there, these last few episodes before this, you're like, oh my god, is she turning back into stupid Sansa again? Is she gonna be doing is she gonna do something that's gonna get John killed? And it's just like, oh fuck, Sansa, don't do this. Don't don't do it. Yeah. And then just like that. It cuts to the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to uh, it's a short scene, but one one of those also like I don't know. This episode I like a lot of the scenes that they did put in. Like for example, this episode, I mean, this scene opens up with uh, their Dragonstone. They're uh, on that table, Westeros table, and they're discussing that the next plan is how they're going to go to the north and how they're going to travel. Are they going to travel apart or together? John says we should go together. Mm-hmm. Show a, well, I bet you do want to go together, John. <laughs> yeah, but show a common front. Yeah. And then Jorah, being Jorah... He's oh. like, I don't think you should do that, you know. I think you should, uh, you know, go with your guard because, you know, somebody might take you out or some shit because they see your hair and, you know, they don't like you up there. Oh, yeah. And she's like, eh, I'm going to go with John. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which I don't blame her. I'll go with John yeah. too. And then after that, supposedly I guess the the briefing's over, and John walks out with uh, the Onion Knight. And oh, then, Sir Davos. And Theon follows, and stops him, and stops John. And then can I talk to you? And then he's, Sir Davos is like, you know, kisses his right hand man. He's like, yeah, go ahead, go, man. I got this. And they have this conversation there, and you know, I feel for Theon, man. He's been through some shit. He's also, he's also like that guy who has tried to do the right thing, but always was pushed to do the wrong thing, mm-hmm. and never had the the own his own will to to fight that, because he's always been trying to satisfy others. Yeah. For example, like right here, he's trying to. He he tells John, you know, you you're the, you've always been the guy that. I've always admired you because you, you've always said what it's, and done what should be done, the right thing to do. And he's and John's like, man, it's not been easy. And he's like, he's like, I know, you know, we can't compare. And he's like, yeah, we can't compare what you've done. Yeah. But when you think about it, remember when when the king in the north, oh, Rob, Rob mm-hmm. at that point, Theon was still a Stark. Yeah. He told him, I need... He's like, hey, I could get my my dad to help you with our forces. We can come go through Mo... Mo... Kalen? Yeah, Mo Kalen. And, and we can surround them and come behind them with our forces. And Rob's like, yeah, do that. That sounds like a great idea, Theon. <laughs> go, go, so go ahead and go to your dad. Because at that point, I think Theon was a bowman. Yeah. Remember, he was really good with the bow. And so you when he... But once he met his dad... Oh, his dad totally brainwashed him. Oh, dude. And then you could tell, like, deep in his heart, he knows what he needs to do, but he has, like, this uh, abused PTSD with his father, Mm -hmm. and no matter what he tries to do, he can't get around it. He's got daddy issues, yeah. And so... I mean, Ned was never officially his dad, but... He was more of a dad than his dad was, but he yeah. wanted that uh, acceptance from his dad, so he started doing and all those shit. And he had more acceptance than, than John did into that family. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, all the shit that he's gone through, because he even didn't kill the, the, the his, I don't know if he would have, but he didn't kill the Bran and Rickon, you know? And I think that was like the, the redeeming quality to, like, that later on, where it's just like, yeah, he was an asshole, like, because that whole season, I think it was season two. I think, did he notice them escaping? I don't let know. him go? I don't think so, but I, don't I think. remember. I think in the back of his mind, though, like, that kind of gave you that. want to find them? That gave you that crack, that, that crack in the door to where, like, okay, Theon still has some sliver of goodness in him. And at the same time, it gave him, like, that that out for Bran and. Uh, Do you remember that? Like, when, when he was. Remember, they had sent the hounds out to, to chase these kids? Yeah. Did, I've always did felt he, like, that he pulled let, back some. I always feel like he let them go. Yes. Like I've always felt that. Yes. I, I felt the he same way. He didn't really want to kill him. Yeah, yeah. And so when he's having this conversation with him, it's like this heartfelt conversation. I'm just like, dude, you know, John sees it, you know, and he's like, and he kind of at the end, John's like, well, you know, he's like, he tells him, well, the only person who ever like believed in me was my sister. Like, well, what the hell are you doing here then, man? Yeah. Oh, go for it. Yeah. So I guess he, he goes downstairs 
I didn't like to fight that much. Oh, that to me, okay, dude. Will you we'll get? Fight. What fight was that? Where he fights that one guy who goes, "We're all gonna go save." Uh, what's her name? Yara. Yara. And then the other guys are like, "Nope, we're going we're back with go, Yaron." No, we're gonna go to some island until. Oh, where they just fight on the beach. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah like, the, like then confrontation. That's fine. Yeah. But the actual fight itself, it annoys me. Yeah. It bugs me. You know why? He knocks Theon down twice. Uh-huh. He doesn't. Don't get up! I'll kill you! And then they show him, like, bend over the way. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Did you just run a marathon? Too much? You've been eating too much mutton? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not enough cardio? Because... Well, he was pretty fat. He, he knocked, that, knocked him down twice, and it wore his ass out. It was like... Conor yeah. McGregor getting, like... 12, what, 9 rounds, and he was like, fucking couldn't swing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he went for the nut shot. When he went to, for the nut shot, I was like, wait a minute, I thought they just cut his dick off, but I guess <laughs> they cut his nuts off too? They gave, they cut everything out, I guess. Because he was just like, yeah, keep, but, keep trying to kick yeah. me. Here's my thing too, it's like that guy like threw all these like hard-ass shots on him, and they, they had to be power shots or whatever. And he headbutt him. Yeah, and then Theon just headbutts him, and then all of a sudden like the like game over. Like Theon must have like a fucking metal plate in his head. Like. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets on him and he just starts beating him down, and but the music, the music when they're having a the conversation, the music when after he beats him down and walks to the water, makes a scene, just like in any movie like Star Wars, you know, oh, like yeah. we're talking about earlier. Music gives you that mood that, that, that brings out the feelings that oh, yeah. you're looking for that they want you to see like right it's the there. Icing on the cake. There's this like redeeming music that he's just like goes and washes his face at the beach and I was just like, Man, that's such a cool like scene. I mean, he's not a big character, but like you want him to do the right thing finally, you know, like not wuss out. And maybe this is it, you know, maybe we're going to see him go out there and just fucking kick ass. And you want him to do that. You know, a lot of people want Euron dead, right? And you want a lot of people to kill him just like you want a lot of people to kill Cersei. And yes, it would fulfill, you know, you feel satisfied if if Theon killed Euron, but you also want other people to kill Euron. But, you know, are we going to get our wish? I don't know. Maybe they're going to take a left turn. It's between him and Jaime. Yeah, but... Um... And after that scene, we go to the scene. And oh. everybody said that they, oh, they expected that. The little finger scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I love that scene, though, because, like, you, you I, I, I call bullshit if you said that you, you said that you knew it was coming. I did. Bullshit. You know why? Because the way they set it up, summon my, my, my sister. <laughs> and they go get her. Dude, what does that look like? Like, like if you're, you're gonna... watching it, if you've never read a book, and you're watching this, you're like, oh, fuck. She's going to go through with this. Yeah. They put her center stage. I'll let you talk here. I know uh, Jacob's trying to put something in. Oh, back. I know, I know. Let me get my point across here first. They bring her center stage. She starts off by telling her, so uh, are you going to, you know, you, you stand here before us, guilty, and, you know, whatever. How you plead. And Mr. then she Baelish. turns. Lord Baelish. Up until that point. Oh no, because she goes, remember, she goes, Arya, you, you want to do this? Yes. We, I guess we're going to have to do this. For honor? 
some shit like that. Remember they had a conversation. I was like, oh fucking art. I was like, fucking, fucking Sansa. Sansa, stupid yeah. Sansa. That's what I was telling okay. you. But what I thought was gonna happen, I thought they were gonna have her like imprisoned up until like the next season. That's what I thought it was gonna go. Like she's gonna have her locked up and so. Uh, Arya's gonna be like dying in some prison, and she's gonna have to do that face thing where she'll like escape somehow and like have to kill her own sister. That's where I thought it was going. When they turn it and point it at like Littlefinger, dude, I was like, exactly. Yeah. So anybody who says out there that like, oh, I seen this coming, that's bullshit. You didn't see yeah. shit coming, all right? No. Yeah. yeah. Once she said Lord Baelish, of course, any smart person with common sense would go, oh yeah, damn, yeah. you know. I was I, I was seeing the worst. I was like, oh shit, someone's gonna kill Arya. And I was like, a little piece of me was like, I know that's not gonna happen because who the fuck's like able enough to kill Arya at this point? Yeah, but at that point, before she said Lord Baelish, who do you think was gonna save Arya? No one. Exactly. She was surrounded by every all the soldiers, unless like John walks in. Mm-hmm. But that shit wasn't happening. That fool was getting some dragon pussy. Yeah. But no, they hadn't even shown him to take off yet. <laughs> they were just getting ready because it cut right to that scene. Yeah. And then, so then, as soon as she said Lord Baelish, I was like, oh shit. Oh, hell yeah. So, and I gotta say this about the guy who plays uh, fucking Peter Baelish. That fool did an excellent job in that scene. Like, he was fucking oh. just like screaming like a little girl for his life. Like, I've always loved you, Sansa. I loved your mom. And how he tries to weasel his way out oh, again. Oh, no, it was done. Yeah. And he says, like, how can you prove that? And bam, Brand speaks. Yep. Yeah. Oh, but you held the knife to my. That's throat, throat, and you told him, I told you not to trust me. Yeah, at that point, he knew he was God. Oh, dude, he gave him this look like, How the fuck did you know? And here's another thing, too at the same time, Sansa has so much against him at this point, like, he let it be known, let, let her see that she that he killed her aunt, he conspired to get um, John and, Aaron killed. And this, for those who didn't read the books. This is where they explain what happened, and this isn't the first book. They explain this, mm-hmm. that that uh, Lord Aaron was uh, Ned's best friend. Oh shit! I didn't know it that it wasn't Robert. Well, I thought that he like um, John Aaron, like he treated Ned like a father. Because remember how uh, Ned's father and older brother got yeah. burned alive? Yeah. And then John Aaron came in and was kind of like a surrogate father to him. Yeah. So I guess it was like he was closer to him. Yeah, yeah. And so. This is where that, that, like, the plot comes up pretty much, it gives you the answer, like, they said it in, what, like, two minutes or a minute. They explain it, like, well, you uh, killed my aunt, and you also gave the, the tears. Oh, the uh, poison to kill John Aaron. poison John Aaron, who you were the one that started the war between the Lannisters and the, and the Starks. Stark. Game over. The end. Yeah. He was he was a catalyst. Why he did it, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, what was his end game? Well, he wanted to be on the throne. Remember? He, but he couldn't. How? I mean, he was gonna turn all these people against him, and that was like my biggest fear about the series. Like we're gonna get all the way to the end, and then the person who plays the game the best, which is Peter Baelish, was gonna be sitting on the throne at the end. But obviously, that but didn't then happen. you have to have like another. But you have to have a house at the very end. It's like. You have well, to have a prominent didn't he, house. Like, married the uh, lady from the that, that doesn't that doesn't make you the he's just the lord of the the veil the veil yeah, now, yeah. but he's not. 
uh, it's like that blood, the, the, the royal blood, how, you know, the queen. Oh, right the queen's now, husband, like, he can't be king. Yeah, he can't be king. Yeah. Even though he's had kids with her. Yeah. So it's, I think it has the same rules in, 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 in Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I was just trying to figure out, like, yeah, he's, he's trying to muscle his way to the top. But, I mean, how's it going to make it stick with the people? That's a good point. Well, anyways, it's all moved now. He's dead. But here's my thing, though. The one funny thing, I, I I said it, like, right after it happened. Once Arya cut his throat and he was laying there bleeding out, I was like, God damn. I'd hate to be the janitor of Winterfell right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, my wife brought this up when, when, when we watched it here earlier today. You notice that Arya slit his throat only. She might use that face. Oh shit! Oh. To infiltrate King's Landing and get to Cersei That's by good... saying that she's Peter Baelish. Let me have a conversation along with you to tell you what my bird just. That saying. would be really cool. I did not think about that oh, until wow. my wife brought it yeah. up. I was like, "You're right." That's how they started the this face, season. The yeah. face is not messed up. He she just slit his throat and he just fell over. So now she could just slice it off, put it in a little. <laughs> Little her knapsack knapsack that she has and use it yeah so there's a possibility that we might see Peter Bellish next season and if we do you know who it is yeah Arya it might open like that cause remember that's how this, that episode opened with Arya with the old man from the twins oh yeah um, I forgot his name it was too that's late that's it that's the first episode season yeah 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 the first episode started right and she just fucking killed everybody Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Who's on our list right now? Well, I know Jamie Cer- and Cersei. Uh, no, the Mountain. Jamie. Mountain, yes. So uh, just those two. I'm pretty sure. That, I don't know. Nobody else is left. The okay. Hound was on it, but she took him off. Yeah. Well, they never really gave you an update on that. You just kind of figured that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's how she like gets to King's Landing. and. That'd be awesome, actually. Because you got to figure, it's got to play her her little faceless man game or whatever. Like, it's got to play a part somehow in, like, either getting rid of Cersei or the Night's King. Cause but, that, but this opens that up. See, I wanted to see what you guys thought. I knew I didn't think about it then until they, my wife pointed it out. And I was like, shit, that is a good idea. That would be the perfect way to infiltrate King's Landing. Because they don't know that she killed or that Peter's dead. Mm-hmm. Because nobody from the North's going to send the fucking Cersei a raven saying, oh, guess what? Peter Baelish is dead. Like, she yeah. doesn't give a fuck at this point. She's already replaced him on the small council. So it's like, at this point, he's, it's, it's whatever. It's a null point. And you know what's funny? Out of all the characters in Game of Thrones, besides, you know, me liking, wanting John to, to make it through this whole thing, my next favorite character has always been Jamie. Not in the beginning. Oh, of course. But no. as the story has been un- unfolding, you just like we're talking about, you know how he's trying to regain that honor because his intent was never to have killed that king by stabbing him in the back. Yeah. Oh, he was saving king what was right. Yeah, he was doing what was yeah, best yeah. for the realm. Yeah, he, he somebody was going to do it. And he's like, "Well, if I kill him, it ends everything. I think that's what they're gonna do. Okay, so like he's the, he like stabbed the king in the back or whatever. I think that's what what he's gonna end up doing to like Cersei. Like there's gonna be like this 
like climactic moment where like Cersei is like like they've taken down the uh, the Night King or whatever and like Cersei turns her back and like maybe I don't know if like kills Jon Snow but, uh. but has like that moment of like she's winning like she won like she she's she's like no one can beat her now and like now the only person that's like literally standing behind her would be Jamie and he, he has a chance to kill her I think It'll be like this moment of I irony. think everybody yes can sees that coming. It's yeah. just a matter of how they're gonna do it, and you know it's gonna be one of those gut wrenchers because you know exactly how Jamie feels, and yeah. that's not something he wants to do, mm-hmm. but has you know? to do. Honor yeah, calls for it. Yeah, you but know. Now that I think about it, I do think that they're gonna kill Jon Snow. Ugh. Like, like it would make it would make more sense if they killed off Jon Snow. They did say some. I don't know the, the writers or somebody said that it was gonna be a bittersweet ending. Yeah, I, could I don't see, like that. No, I could see them killing off Jon Snow and then like, like they have that baby together, like and and he he you know I guess he's still alive and I hate I hate I hope they don't do that shit. I want to see the fucking fairy tale. <laughs> Go into the sunset. That's what I, I think is gonna happen. I want to see that. You know what? As 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 I'm calling it right now. Clicheish, <laughs> stereotypical as it is, I want a happy ending. Yeah. I want a happy ending. That's that's what I want. You want to make me happy? Give me a happy ending. I'll be happy. I'll die happy. <laughs> as long I, as it doesn't end like Dexter. Dude, nobody wants to see some depressing ending. Like you know, he dies, but. Daenerys lives, but she has his child. How many times have we seen that already? Yeah. You know, and all these, yeah. like, Paris of the Caribbean, and, and all these other movies that the, the guy dies, and the girl is left with the baby, but he, he lives on. You should be happy. No, he doesn't. That's his fucking son. Yeah. yeah. I know have his brain, <laughs> his consciousness. It's not the same guy. It's just like, uh, what is that movie? Uh, Oblivion. Yeah. Tom Cruise, right? Oh, like, God. The, he, he, there's a, his, I one of his, it clones is left behind it's not the it's not the real time the, the real one died if you haven't seen it oh it's an awesome movie man the I don't know it's got Tom Cruise in it soundtrack is awesome too um Doesn't okay let's get back to business um, <laughs> just saying that's my theory right now okay now this is what I was getting at with Jamie the very next scene is one of my favorite scenes in the whole episode the reason is because Jamie mm-hmm. you always want him to to make the right decision and stop trying to be manipulated because if you notice he's always done good things even when he's fought when he was fighting Rob he was always honorable he you know he hey I, you got me I'm a prisoner you know and, and if, it ha- if you kill me you kill me you know fight it you know he w- he always does dumb decisions whenever he's around Cersei oh yeah so she's always manipulating him and in this scene, it opens up with him planning, talking to his generals. Okay, we're going to gather all our troops, move them up, meet uh, up with Winterfell. And then she walks and out Jamie, and goes... And seriously walks out, yeah. And, and, and she's like, you, you've always been the dumbest Lannister. And oh, yeah. Be, but before she says that, she walks out and she's like, uh, General, uh, can I have a word with my, my brother? And he's like... They're all like, oh, yeah, you know, they bow, and he walks over to her. He's like, she's like, what are you doing? Like, planning the attack. 
the you know taking the armies up she's like <laughs> you are the dumbest Lannister yeah yeah like what the fuck was up with that you know yeah. and then she, she's like uh didn't you ever pay attention to our dad you know you, you were always too wanting to be the hero and play army and you know go out there and battle and he's like and this whole time I'm just like what the fuck are you doing you know he's he's like trying to honor the word that you gave well she basically wants them to deplete all their forces so that way she can just smother them so why even say we're gonna send them up Mm -hmm. but not tell Jamie hey we're tricking them you know because even he's like dude I'm the only one left that is on your side. What, what are you the doing? Fuck are you doing? He's killing her, dude. And he's and, so killing her. And then she tells him, uh, "Well, you know, Euron, he's actually secretly he didn't leave. Nobody oh, leaves me. He's going to the Golden Bank or whatever. Yeah, the Iron get, Bank. Getting the uh, Golden Company to sh- ship him back over here to help us. Yeah, and." He's like, and I think this is where I'm Jamie. Gonna, this is where Jamie starts to figure out where it's just like, because if you look at all of the seasons, Jamie's in love with Cersei. He yeah. loves her. He never once cheats on her. He never fucking says one mincing bad word about her. Um, he like everything he does. Like even when he goes up to um, uh, the fish people or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember. He says, I'll, "I'll kill everybody if I have to to get back to my sister." Even when he was talking to Rob when he has him imprisoned or whatever, he goes, he goes, I don't care. I love my sister, you know. And then Jamie's in love with his sister, but Cersei, she she just she just uses She's him for the sake. Right, right uses now. him for the dick because how many times has she cheated on him? She's even cheated on him with her own cousin, like that little Lancel kid or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like a lot of fl- the flowers. Didn't she also sleep with him? No, he was gay. She he was she was supposed to marry him, remember? Oh yeah, yeah. But he was a gay guy. But um. Yeah, no, like, she, she doesn't love Jamie. She just uses him. And that's what she's doing right here. And I think this is where Jamie starts to realize, like, hey, you you don't, it's not equal grounds here. You just use me for, you know, a warm bed and a, and a hard dick, like, basically. Well, like, she kept that news from him, and he's like, I'm the general. Of your fucking army. And you're not telling me. You got to bring me in on this. You're making me look like a fool in mm-hmm. front of, like, Everybody. my men. Yeah. You know, so what? He's gonna turn around and tell him like, "Sorry, my my mom doesn't want me to come out and play." <laughs> like, how does a guy who 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 wants to be honorable do that? You know, he's like in essence lying to his man. Like, you know, oh oh, she's pulling the strings. She's wearing the pants in this relationship. Right? And, and so once again, he's like, "Well, fuck, I'm leaving. I'm gonna go north." And then she's like, "No, you ain't." In the mountain. And once again. <laughs> And you're like, oh, when, when, at this time, actually, he didn't bluff the fucking pool. He pulled the whole sword, and I was like, oh, fuck. At that moment, my fucking heart dropped. Yeah, I didn't want Jamie to die. Like a little girl, I was like, oh, no. You start crossing yourself. You're Dude, like, oh. I was stressed out. Like, like the look, like they sold, that's why they're actors. They yeah. sold that scene, like, beautifully. Like, I was like, She's gonna kill Jamie. I'm gonna fucking oh, I, I was getting ready to throw the fucking <laughs> remote, remote through the fucking TV. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was I was that into that scene, yeah. and I was like, I was like this bitch, and he's like, you're not gonna do it. 
and he walks past the mountain. I was like, oh, oh! But at that moment, as soon as he walked up, walked away, I was like, finally, yeah, he's free of her. And I think that opens up the door for actually him doing what needs to be done. He can actually do that. Yes, it's gonna well, hurt him, but he can actually do it now. What do you guys think is gonna happen? Do you guys think she's gonna send any army at all? Because they're, they're going to catch that bluff pretty quickly if she sends no army. They're going to be like, hey, didn't she say she was bringing an army? She's a manipulative well, this chick who all she cares about is herself and the power she has. The more power she has, the better chance she has against whatever the hell comes back down from the north. She ain't going to send anybody. She's going to keep all her armies near her. As soon as she sees who's, who's lost, she can have enough to either defend herself and pull out of there, go to a fucking island on her own. Well, she's going to have the Golden um, Company, that, which is like the Iron Banks' army, which is pretty yeah. big. And so she's going to have whatever Lannister army is going to stay with her, um, the City Watch, and then all of them that are coming over from uh, the Narrow Sea. Apparently, this is, they're supposed to be really good. Yeah. The mercenaries. Like uh, Dario. Oh, here's the thing, too. What if Dario is the one that brings them over? Oh, shit, then backstabs her! Oh, that would be fucking awesome. But I don't think he's part of that, that uh, Golden Company. Maybe. But that would be fucking awesome if he because, showed up. Because there's another prophecy out there with, for um, for um, Daenerys. She's supposed to get betrayed three times. Once for blood, once for um, something else, and once for love. And the one for love hasn't happened yet. Uh, John's, that's not going to betray her when she finds out that she <laughs> don't have the power no more. Yeah. But... Who knows? But um, that would be cool because Dario was just like kind of was left over there to like yeah. handle like that Slaver Bay city or whatever. So what if he, you know, was the one that brought over the Golden Company? Yeah. I don't know, make things interesting, but we only got six episodes. I mean, so yeah. that's... That's that, a lot. That's a lot to ask for six episodes. Yeah, so, I mean, it's nice to think of, I mean, in the future when these comic books come out, but... And uh, then after that... The music comes on and I'm fucking hooked. <laughs> the That's Christmas music. Have, yeah, they have the the, the 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 shots of you know, the snow starting to fall and Jamie taking off on a horse, and you know he he pulls the glove over his fucking metal hand. Yeah. Why didn't he take his armor with him? He had the armor on when he walked away from her, and the next scene he had just the leather shit. Like, I think he is going go to go fight. He's going to go fight with the North. You think that that's what's going to go on? Oh yeah, I think so. I think he's going to show up and he's going to. John's going to go. Where the fuck is the army? And then he's going to let him know. The good news though is though that like, hey, guess what? My my uh, my wife. <laughs> she lied. My sister lied. And uh, when we're done up here, if we're if we're done and make it through this, there's an army on the way from Essos. But like you said, maybe uh, Daenerys... I hadn't thought about this until he put this scene in my head. Dario. Maybe Dario might be able to sway some shit where they get ready to fight. And then they just turn their forces against Cersei. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Because all they care about is money. So they can be bought. But is Dario going to get jealous that fucking Daenerys is boning up with Jon Snow now? Dario doesn't care. It's just like all the guys who fall in love with Daenerys, they don't give a shit. Because he didn't give a shit. He knew that that uh, Jorah was in with her. Remember? Because uh-huh. they were to- remember when they were both together. Oh yeah. Trying to, I think they were running but, away or something. But Jorah's always just been like the friend. Like it was like it's like Jorah loves her. You oh, he does love her. He's the only one that genuinely is in love with her. But besides maybe John. 
but it's just like he's like been there for thick and thin and Dario's just kind of there just like for lust and my car said maybe we're just making up nothing and we'll never see Dario again maybe because he's supposedly t- uh, in the the last city that she just left yeah he's I t- forgot caretaker yeah. yeah Marine isn't it Marine yeah that's, yeah. A, that's far away from Essos yeah he don't know what the fuck's going on in Essos he don't know about the golden company so yeah. maybe we won't ever see him again yeah who knows but it is a lot to ask of in six more seasons yeah, or six more episodes. Because also Braun was a sellsword and there's a theory out there being thrown around that he used to be a part of the gold company. Oh. I don't know. That, that's just a theory that people are pitching around. Some some people say, no, he was never part of the gold company, but he's also a mercenary. So where he's where Braun is at right now remember it was just Jamie by himself there was no Braun following him or they didn't show a shot of Braun all we know is that he talked to Pod and they <laughs> right that was the last time we see hey, him hey dude we and her used to bone maybe, we can't be together no more on the scene maybe he knows that the gold company's coming over and maybe he talks and talks him into like you know turning against Cersei cause you know Cersei will show up with this big ass massive army and you know they're all like depleted up here and then yeah. When she gives a charge, why why isn't that company charging? That would be fucking awesome. Mm, yeah, actually, like. And Braun is right there, like. Because <laughs> because they would, okay. So if they have that iron company or whatever, the iron company would the just gold. the gold, gold company. Gold. Sorry, the, the get gold, it right, goddammit. it. Sorry, the gold company. <laughs> the gold company would just have to listen to a, a Lannister, right? At at that point. No, they listen to whoever whoever whoever's paying them. Whoever's okay. paying them. But it would just be the Lannister, higher. right? Yeah, the Lannisters right now are paying. That's, okay, so like, that's what I mean, like, if Jamie's character, like, to like, totally redeem himself, he would have to kill his sister, and then like, tell the, the, the gold company to just stop, like, like, we're not gonna, because what I think is gonna happen is I think they're gonna go fight the Night King, and they're gonna win, but they'll be like, totally destroyed after that, and they'll be like, coming back, and then when they're coming back, they're gonna like, see like Cersei's army like yeah because it has to get worse before it gets better in any good good movie or series it always gets worse for the good guys before it gets better and you're thinking well fuck they got the dragons my heart's gonna break but I think we're gonna lose the dragon before she confronts Cersei I think we're gonna be down to one dragon by the end of the show but even one dragon could destroy all of them she still has those catapults too though those fucking what do you call them scorpions so, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just... It has to get worse for them. And As long as no one it. fucks with... Okay, I'm going to keep bringing this up. As long as no one fucks with Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. He's not going to be in the shop. He's going to be safe. Um, Let me ask you this. Like, speaking of Ghost, like, what do you think is going to happen? Do, have we seen the last of Namiria and those wolves? Or is like, I don't know. Or is she going to come out? Or do you think... Because what I hope is Namiria... Like, Arya is going to be in some shit... And maybe Nymeria is going to be the one that comes out and saves her. I think her. the whole series is going to end in the second to last episode. And the last episode is going to be just closing out people's stories. Uh-huh. And what I, my perfect thing, perfect ending would be John and Daenerys, right? They're on the throne. They forgive Jaime and he becomes the king's, uh, once again, the king's guard. Remember, he, that... That awesome uniform, the white knight look. Oh. Yeah. And he be and he becomes the guard. That would be fucking awesome. 
because then he would he could finish his story in that book. Remember, they had that book of all the history of all the king's guards, uh-huh. uh, leaders, captains. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So that would be, and then you know, Arya, and uh, Arya in Winterfell with Nymeria. You know, she shows back up. And well, Sansa uh, would be the lady of Winterfell, right? Yeah, but Arya has to go somewhere, and she. She doesn't. She might be the rogue. I guess I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go and do my thing. And she meets up with Namaria that way, maybe. And that's how it ends with her. You know, you see them like get together again, and they walk into the forest together. <laughs> and you know, Ghost is fucking to the side. It of, sounds like of Jon Snow, and you see Daenerys pregnant. Like, <laughs> like Ghost is like, yeah, yeah, buddy. I taught you that move. <laughs> Hit it from the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. I, that would be my perfect ending, but it ain't going to happen. Hopefully, it, it ain't too bittersweet. Yeah. I honestly, I think I think Danny dies, and I'm not just saying this because I'm in love with Jon Snow, but... Um, you know what? I don't care if Danny dies. I, I, I honestly don't either. I kind of got over her a little bit. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know what it is. Like, if they killed her, I'd be like, eh. Yeah, I, I think I'd, I'd, I'd kind of be a little bit heartbroken because, like, she's, like, been one of the main characters. Mother of dragons, yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's just, like, oh, okay. Yeah, as long as are dragons now, though. As long as John's okay, like, I, I think yeah. I'll be, I'm cool. The dragon said he's cool. Remember, he landed, he's like, hey, I know you. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> Remember he touched him? Like, yeah. like, fucking, like, E.T. and shit? Like, yeah. <laughs> E.T.? <laughs> I, think, I think she's going to live. Sorry, yeah, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm just saying, you know, like at this point, if she lives or dies, it, it's not gonna like. Oh no, you know, I'm yeah. not gonna lose like like yeah. feeling. I'm like, eh, I'll be one way or another. I'll be like, oh, that sucks. Or I, if she lives, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm just keep John alive, man. That that took too much out of me in season five. And then uh, from here we go to uh, the next scene is. It's a short scene, but it, it goes into a funny scene. It's the one with Sansa and Arya. They're standing up on the wall. Oh, uh, that's where they give like that speech about like you're the best. You're the best. No, you're the best. Yeah, that pretty much. Yeah, and then they give that one speech that was in the trailer, like uh, the wolf. Yeah. The pack survives, but like the lone wolf survives they're, or something. They're, they're getting corny there at the end. Yeah. You know, they just. They're just trying to connect, and they connect, you know, like, yeah, you're the strongest. No, you're the best. And you're good. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and they start, don't want to be, how do you say, vulgar, but they start sucking each other's, you know what. And I was just <laughs> like, and I was like, yeah, 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 let's get over it. And then it cuts to Bran, he's sitting there, and in walks Sam, and that's what we're talking about. How fucking long did it take Sam to get from South? To the north. Yeah. Yeah. And in all these conversations that we had, Sam just barely left, remember? Like, he left, like, maybe three, two episodes ago. Yeah. And now he's at Winterfell. All of a sudden. In in a horse cart that barely moves. It's not like he was, like, fucking, like, oh, let's get over there, you know? It was just like he had the baby. And, you know, they had to stop and, you know, take shits and eat. He went to Danny's a couple times. Yeah, you know? The Shoney's. You know what I'm talking about, Shonies? No. Rick and Morty? Oh, I, I don't watch it. Oh, God damn it! I gotta watch Art, it. I've you, seen like two episodes, but... You, you, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch watch it. the whole thing. You I, need to get him into it, because yeah. that's... Well, anyways... We'll, we'll watch it afterwards. We can do Rick that? and Morty once you guys catch up, because okay. people love it. And if you talk about it in your podcast, I'm sure they'll love it. <laughs> so anyway, Sam, okay. Sam and Bran... 
So Sam and Brand, right, they, 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 he walks in and he's like, Sam, hey, what happened to you? And he kind of tells him, I'm the crow. And Sam's like, oh, you're crazy. You know, he has that like that. Like, okay, uh, we'll let it go. And he's like, I see, I see things that happen in the past and in the future. And he's like, really? You know, Sam's just like kind of like skeptical. He's like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, well, you know, because uh, John's on his way here. Like, oh, what, one of the visions? And then he's like, no. And he shows him the little crow. Yeah. Crows and he's like, oh. So, like, Sam's like, like the side, like, it's like the lighthearted part of the whole episode. It's like, I actually was laughing. Yeah. Because the whole episode has been kind of intense and dramatic and, you know, like, oh, you know, being like, get you all stressed up. And then Sam comes in and you feel kind of good, you know, like, Oh, it's Sam, you know? It's just like fucking Lord of the Rings Sam, you know? He's like, oh, <laughs> fucking clown, you know? But we like Sam in this yeah. one. He's a good character. Yeah. And then they get into the nitty-gritty. They get into the... He tells them, I need... I know who John is, you know? And it's funny how it took... Even though he sees all this shit, Bran is like pretty much all-powerful now. He has to be guided. Yeah, it, it, it took Sam to make him understand because he goes, John, we need to tell John the truth. His father's really Rhaegar. Yeah, and, and, and he's like, his father's Rhaegar and my aunt is his mother. And, 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 and he goes, because John is not Jon Snow, he's a Jon Sand. Because he's she a, was married. Uh, he was married. No, uh, Rhaegar was married. Rhaegar was married. To uh, uh, one of the princesses down there in, in Dorne. Elia Martell. And so... Good job. Look at this okay. guy. Yeah. Research. I'm a nerd. And so, you know, when she, he's trying to tell Sam that, Sam's like, wait a minute. Yeah. That's an actual marriage. Yeah. I just translated, but when we first heard it, he was... His girl was just being annoying to him, right? Yeah. And just as he was getting to the part, I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't you let her finish? She was about to tell you the truth. But apparently he translated it, so we didn't when they were, to know. When they were at Denny's. Yeah. You know, so he translated the whole thing, so he knew that this marriage was actually annulled, and it actually was an actual lawful wedding to where he's like, well, John's legit. Well, can't you see this? And all of a sudden, Bran fucking wargs, I guess, at that point, and they, they show him... Professor X. They introduce uh, Elia, right? They introduce her again. Liana. Liana, I'm sorry. They introduce Liana again. And this is the actual character we're going to see in the prequels. Mm -hmm. Like the young Ned, we're going to see him in the prequels. They're always signed up. Oh, wow. Uh, This is the actual uh, Rhaegar. This is the the actor who's going to play Rhaegar. By the way, when you first saw Rhaegar, didn't you think it was the other brother? I thought it was, but it's not. It's a different guy. Okay. So I'm, I'm a little bit... Feel a little bit better. Are you kind of disappointed about that too? Because I was thinking Rhaegar was going to be this like handsome ass devil or whatever. He's okay, man. I, I was looking at him again. I was like, eh, I guess for his. I think I was promised like Hulk Hogan and I was given fucking like the one, two, three well, kid. You got to give him a chance. Uh, once, once, I could, just like any character, yeah. you know, Theon wasn't the most handsomest guy. But, you know, even he's like, you know, you, you kind of root for him. You, you kind of look past his ugliness. The Hound, you know? Yeah. Even, like, Brienne, I don't think she's pretty. I think she's ugly. And actually, in the books, she is ugly. But, I mean, when you think of Rhaegar, though, you're supposed to be, like, this dashing yes. prince or whatever. Yes. Like, you think of, like, okay, a better example would well, be Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. Well, maybe that's what... 
Maybe it's what he was wearing right there. Maybe uh, once he puts on his fucking armor, it's like, whoa, dude. Okay. This fucking crisp, uh, diamond, uh, what is it, jewels all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. Right? In the book, it, 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 yeah. it describes him like he looked like a fucking god. And then when Robert hits his hammer on his chest, all the diamonds go flying or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, maybe, maybe he, like I said, I, I seen the guy again, and I was like, you know what? I can grow to like the guy. He's I'm, not in my top three, though. I'll yeah, tell you. Well, I'm not saying he's like, like... <laughs> He's no, uh, what's that guy who got hit in the face with the fucking Flavio? There you go. <laughs> he ain't no Flavio, right? The roller coaster? Yeah. No, for all who don't know, Fabio is this like handsome French actor or model. And I yeah, guess he wrote, he, he wrote like a, a, a roller coaster and he got hit in the face by a pigeon or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's like, that's, that's a good ass reference. That's a reference. Yeah, so you know, like, if you think about it now, that you have, you guys have. Fa- Fabio in your in your brain, he kind of looks the same. He has the same look: blonde hair, big nose, <laughs> you know, fucking forehead. What what do you want? Yeah, it's, it's Fabio, know. but it's just not Fabio, you know. Okay, so maybe anyways, Leonardo DiCaprio. They they introduce him. They they see them getting married, and then they like, like, shit. And then it switches and over to him knocking on her door, and hey, and up, she girl? lets him in. Because they don't need to say anything. Hello? Is it me you're looking for? Well, anyways. Uh, yeah, she gets Tyrion is standing at the at the other side of the... As he closed the door. And he has this look on his face like... Like he's mad or disappointed. or that it bug me. Did it bug you? A little I could, bit. I thought it was kind of weird. Is, is he going to turn on them? Or has he already turned on them? Right, because when he was having the conversation with Cersei that we didn't talk about earlier, he was saying, you know, I, I've tried everything. If it wasn't for me, you would be dead already. I've stopped Daenerys from coming down here and burning everything to the ground. I've cared about my family. And now he sees this. He sees John and her and he's like... The way that they told him, like the director told him to, I want your face to look like this, was for a reason. Yeah. It's not, people are like, just like, hey, whatever, he's fine. I'm like, no, no, whatever. He had this face of like. It's going to be go of one or like, two ways. Like he was angry, disappointed. To me, it's one or two ways. He's already, he's made some kind of secret alliance with Cersei and he's already betrayed him and he's feeling sorry about it. Or he sees how this relationship can complicate things. Yeah, in their maybe battles. that's. Yeah, I mean, so, maybe so, I'm reading really more into it, but it's because, like I said, Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, you that's know, that's why there's two know. roads. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like that's why it bugs me. And then afterwards, yeah, it cuts back to the scene where young Ned Stark is Lyanna. She's dying. She tells him his name's Aegon Targaryen. And then you see and now we Snow hear it because remember this scene we've seen it before last season but we didn't get the name we didn't get the name she kind of just blah 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 it kind of mumbled and I was like what what yeah you know and that was kind of I wanted to hear the name and so we all kind of fucking guessed right and she tells him to make him a promise and then that's when you you think about Season one, you know, like... Oh, Robert saw, I gotta kill all those Targaryens or whatever. And to know that he had to eat that shit and, and being the guy that he was, Ned, of, of honorable, honest, never lying, to keeping that promise and lying. 
to even to his well, wife. Well, not lying, but withholding information to his wife. Yeah. And 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 knowing that she was like, she, she hated on him because this whole time she thought that Ned cheated, which was bullshit. He carried like Ned carried that fucking monkey on his back till his death. Yeah. And I remember the the last scene that they had together before he went to the to the black before John took the black. He's like, when you, when you talk next time, I'll tell you I'll about, tell you about your, mother. your mother. And it makes and everything. It never sense. happened, man. And that fucking disappointed me. I was like, oh man, just because I like Ned, you know, so like the actor too. I was like, fuck, man. And so when when you hear her saying, please promise me that you. Keep this, keep them safe, you know, and and you're like fuck, and it you, it it automatically sends you to season one, and you're like now you get it. Yeah, it makes it makes the earlier seasons so much better knowing oh, yeah because everyone just treats John like shit, and even me as a viewer, I was telling you this too, where I was just like I hated John at first, like he just looked like a sniffing little bitch at first, and that's why I was like oh, okay, it's all about Rob, he's gonna be the one that you know he's the one that, that this whole series is about. And then, like, when you, it makes it so much better. You look at this, like, John is actually the rightful heir to the whole realm. You know, he's the rightful and king. And Ned knows it. And everyone's just treating him like the scum of the earth. Nobody knows this but Ned. And he, can you imagine the weight? I mean, just knowing the bombshell you could drop, and they could just fuck everybody's world yeah. up, you know, because Robert is the his friend right now. Well, I guess he's his best friend, because you're right. John Aaron was like his dad. dad, but Robert is like his best. You can't, you can't tell him like, dude, you ain't the real dude. Yeah, I got the real dude over here. Yeah, I've been and raising. Let me you. ask you guys this: knowing all this now, and knowing okay, going back to season one where uh, Robert's on his deathbed and Robert gives him that that sealed you know letter, and he goes, "Hey, I want you to be on the throne and make sure my son, you know, is ready before he takes over." Do you think Ned does he train Joffrey to be the king, or does he put Jon Snow in there? I think he trains him. He trains Joffrey because going back to what he, you going back to what you said though, he, when he, he goes, "When I see you, when I see you again, I'll tell you about your mom," and telling Jon that that his mom's Lyanna and his dad's really Rhaegar. Okay, put two and two together. You're the real king. No, because he just knows Ned knows that actually he doesn't know he's an heir because he thinks that Lyanna to this point oh was raped by him it's just it's just uh, yeah it's just uh how do you say it? the Sancha yeah but, but when, <laughs> hey but she would have said sand or or yeah if it was a bastard so he knows that he's not yeah, a real bastard yeah he gave him the last name Targaryen so you're right maybe he knows that he's a legitimate Targaryen and maybe when we get this comic book we get that cleared up <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Man, that's the question. There does when Ned, if Ned lives throughout this series, let's just say Ned lived throughout this series, and he gets on the throne, and let's say he doesn't die or whatever, and he knows that John's the rightful heir, but then he's got Joffrey over here. What does he do? Does he chain Joffrey, or does he say, you know what, fuck all this? I got the real king. Boom puts him back in power and then has Daenerys come over. I don't know. I think that would be a dilemma that he would have to figure out on his own because just like you said. Because he was also... He really a, technically didn't give his word or promise to Robert, did he? No, he just stayed silent. Because he was also against Robert going over there over 
across the narrow sea to kill uh, Daenerys, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he has some kind of affection. And then uh, after that, uh, in the back in the scene, then we they just show the full on mm-hmm. Jon Snow's glorious butt, <laughs> <laughs> and Daenerys doing the thing, and then it ends with Bran saying, "We gotta tell Jon the truth." And then they showed the no, they showed the, the boat taking off in the water, and then oh yes, yeah. to the final scene at Eastwatch with Sir Beric and Tormund. Everybody's favorite Tormund. I don't know. People love him. I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I'm not that attached, but like my my kids, they love him. They're like when he was getting pulled into the water by those fucking zombies. They're like, no! I'm like. <laughs> If you gotta go, you gotta go, you know? It's just like, fuck. I, I don't get it either why people like him, because I like him too, but it's yeah, just he's, like... he's a good character. Like, you know, he grows on you, but I mean... Yeah. I'm he's not, not like, Jamie. Yeah, he's not you know, Jamie, he's no John. Um, they show him, both of them, looking out Eastwatch, and just as they get conveniently to the edge, because they could have been anywhere on Eastwatch, but... Apparently they were right there at the moment that the walkers come out from the forest yeah. and the horn starts sounding and they're like shit and they see the, the giants that are also dead coming with them and then they hear a screech or like yeah a screech I think yeah. it was a screech they heard and here comes this fucking awesome like fast ass dragon did they make him fast? oh yeah he just came He's out of super fucking- saiyan yeah, Super Saiyan. Yeah, started knocking down the wall. It it opened up with his fire and it hit the fucking wall hard too. I was like, God damn! And then and then Tom is like, run! And then here comes the whole fucking wall starts coming down. And I don't know, like some people said that he. It seemed like the dragon when he was burning or melting the wall because his fire was blue, which is the hottest fire you have. That. It seemed to last longer. And I was like, well, not technically. I mean, he's burning. She's trying to destroy a wall. And you want to show that it's going to take not just a... And it's going to melt. And yeah. You got to show that it, it, he needs to work on it. But it just seemed like it was just a constant stream of fire with no... You know, taking a breath and then firing again. It was just firing mm-hmm. clean blue. Well, I guess you got to think of it this way. Like... You said blue is like the hottest flame or whatever. It's like propane. Propane, <laughs> a propane fire never goes off. You know what I'm saying? And he's dead too, so it's not like he well, needs. Bobby. Yeah. Propane and propane accessories. Well, you, and you got to think of it too. He's dead. It's not like Drogon when he he flames. You know, you know, yoga flames something like, like it's not like he needs to take a breath in. I mean. Yeah, and I think it's controlled too. When when they attack the Jamie's uh, yeah. troops. But this one, it's like he's dead already. There's no reason for him not to, you know, take a breath. You know, what is he going to do? He's not going to inhale and he's going to die again? Like, no, he's already undead. Yeah, you know, like, but, you know, just like dragons, you, from any movie, cartoon that you've seen, they, they, they stop and then they recharge. go at it again, you know? But, I mean, he took a break because he flew around and came back around and, and then hit it again because they were running, remember? And then the, oh, star, yeah. the wall finally started collapsing. When they were attacking the troops with Jamie back in, in the, where it was just fire and they're all alive, they were 
a constant stream of flame coming out too with the with all those carts that were supposedly lined up in this in that one uh, road they burned the hell out of all that thing in one breath and they're yeah. <sighs> so anyways the wall comes down and and somebody pointed it out and i looked at it now again i don't know if you guys noticed like i guess once the wall came down uh and you know they're kind of marching through there was a shot from the top and the zombies created the wolf's head from the starks did you guys see that no. oh i read something on that but i mean I- i've looked at it and it's it can go either way. It might be. It might not. It might I don't just, know if it was on purpose or it just, just looks like that. Or it might just be like a cool Easter egg that they put in there. I don't yeah, know. But but that, but it's nothing explicit enough to where like I think it's going to matter later on. But anyways, that concluded the episode right there. It ended with the them going through the wall and the dragon flying towards Winterfell. I totally forgot. Yeah, I totally forgot that's how it ended. I thought that was like in the middle of the episode for some yeah, reason. Yeah, for some reason I thought that was in the middle of the episode too. Mm-hmm. That was the end. And so now it's just the speculations now. It's just like, like you said, I think it'll start with, you know, maybe uh, a crow or Bran letting them know they've broken through. And what's going to happen to Tormund and Sir Barret? Because they're over there still. I think they, they're going to either circle around, or come through on horses... I, you know what? That's a good question because I was thinking about that too. Like, if they're, I mean, they have to be alive. I don't see them just dying like that. Yeah, they, but yeah, they didn't die. Yeah, off. like because they're kind of well, the walkers aren't running; they're no. just walking. And so I think Tormund and Beric can get ahead of them, even though Bran already knows that they've broken through. And I think that's how the the, the season will open, and and then you know Jamie showing up alone, and like, what the fuck are you doing? Where's the rest of your army and then get all this dragon glass ready for you and of course they're gonna fucking hopefully not that he can just pretty much tell him up front my sister betrayed you guys she's bringing another army over and then we can just okay focus on the story because you notice they, they tend to keep stuff back like that like come on just tell her you're right there tell them the truth you know why are you holding it yeah yeah they do that well, that's why I hope that, like, these episodes are going to be, like, an hour and a half long because, like, there's a lot of stuff you're going to have to explain in such a, like, in only six episodes, too, in such a short amount of time, so. Six? I thought it was seven. Well, this this year it was seven. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> I wish it was tomorrow. Next next week is be s- Man, the next year will be six. Dang. And a lot of those uh, actors are already doing movies. There's one movie with Jamie in it. Oh, yeah. The, the one, the jail one. Yeah, where he's like a white supremacist or some shit. No, he's not. He's <laughs> he looks guy. like it. He's a good guy. Who? He's a good white supremacist. No. <laughs> it, it, I've seen the trailer today. It's a good guy that turns... The system turns him into... Shot, that's the name of the movie, Shot Collar. Turns oh, okay. him into a shot collar. And, and, and the, the trailer... A lot of good actors are in it too. A lot of the supporting actors. Oh, it'll be good. Anyways, uh, so with all that said, what? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted. What? It was your slogan, right? Your ending slogan that you got for your podcast. I don't think oh, we I have one yet. Suck on that. I don't know. Suck on that. We should just start saying that. Fuck yeah. 
Well, I don't know. What do I said? We're this is actually like going to be the longest podcast we've ever done. This is right now we're at two hours and thirty six minutes. Damn. I guess right now we just need to start you know plugging it or whatever. So I guess um, as soon as this gets popped up, it's going to be on iTunes. So make sure you look for us on iTunes. Just go in your Google machines and or your iPhones and uh, look for us in the podcast app on iTunes. Put Art and Jacob Do America, and then now we are on Google Play officially. Now we weren't at first. So uh, if you have an Android, and you're not. Um, you're not, you know, not with it, with the iPhone. You can go on your Android and go to Google Play and just put Art and Jacob Do America and listen to this podcast and just put Carlos Angano, uh, Game of Thrones episode. Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana. Music. Like Carlos. Carlos <laughs> don't call me Santana. Yeah, I don't. Hashtag Carlos Santana. Yeah. But anyways, it's getting late. I'm tired. Art's tired. I'm, I'm sure. Car- I do want to do a Star Wars one. That was yeah. pretty yeah. good. Yeah, we should do uh, when the new Star Wars comes out. Yeah, we'll do one then. To be continued in December. Yeah, I but like that idea. Honestly, like that got me really excited for Star Wars. Yeah, I need to brush up on my stuff too. Me too. I don't think you guys do. I like. I'm just thoroughly entertained just listening to you. So. <laughs> no, I was pretty rusty. Like we both forgot. Um, yeah, like, like the races. Like I knew all that stuff. I know. Well, then I need you to guys do I'm your tired. homework. But anyways, guys, I think at two two hours and thirty minutes, I think we've uh, lost all of you our female. Suck females. on that. <laughs> suck oh, on that. I think we're gonna start. Suck on that. And who who who's from the Sofa Kings? We gotta say fuck. Fuck Brad. Okay, fuck Brad. Listen to the Sofa Kings podcast as well. Yeah. Good night, everybody.